and welcome back to Time to Roll's Campaign 1. This is episode 37. Uh, my name is Zach Browning. Nice to see all of you here. Uh, we don't have many announcements today, and we have a lot to get into. Uh, you can go check out our podcast. We're on every single podcasting software. Play anywhere you find your podcast. That's where you'll find us. And also, don't forget that we post on Monday on YouTube uh, this full stream if you want to try to catch up. Um, I want to make something very everyone very aware that um, I'm aware of the audio syncing issue that has plagued probably episode 24 to like episode 30. That's hopefully been fixed. I can't fix it in post-production. It's just how Twitch encoded the video whenever I downloaded it. And there's nothing I could do about it. So for those that are trying to watch those back, I would just plug in some headphones and just listen and use theater of mind because it's it's honestly really bad and I can't believe it happened. It just sucks, but I digress. Anyways, um, we should uh, you know, we should get into it. You want to check out timeroll.com. That's where all of our merch is. I've been trying to work on some new stuff. It's just that I've been busy as hell. But that's all I got. So let's uh, let's hop into it. I really hope these guys aren't mousy speaking right now, and it scares me. Fine, let's just do it. Why would you go do to, that? Go to reddit.com slash r slash sounding. You can watch oh, people do oh it boy. to themselves. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you do not want to do that. It's like having a reverse kidney stone. Why the hell would you do that in the first place? <laughs> I, I, I mean, to each their own, but like, what? I want to know why. Why did you, what, what enticed you? Oh, no. I... <laughs> That's I don't care that we're live. And worst description of that, that <laughs> I've ever heard. Like, like seriously, who would want that? <laughs> I mean, more power to you if you like sounding right. But if you if you no don't, no no power. What are you talking about? Why? No no, they're allowed to like it, right? I mean, they're allowed to like it, but it's just fucking. It's just weird. Like I don't want to stick nothing up there. So how are you guys doing today? This is weird. Uh, maybe we just turn this into a just chatting stream, you know, like just me and you, right? Corgan, how you doing today, buddy? We're supposed to play D and D. Okay, let's do this. Good, uh, good to hear. My brother in Christ, I was like 10. <laughs> Boy, you're 10? What I, was, the I wasn't that old. I, I just tried it. Like, like I barely got maybe like half a centimeter in there. And I'm like, nah, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> it's, it's 10, that's the whole thing. <clears throat> Children. Yeah, pretty far, actually. Children. No, no, that's half a fucking centimeter, bro. That's like nothing. Five that's millimeters. Pretty good for your first time. <laughs> that first and only time, my brother. Yeah, how, yeah. how are you? Where are you at now? Oh my, I, we're live. Zach is like... Yeah, don't worry. He'll make a TikTok out Welcome of to the sounding stream, everyone. Well, there goes my new Beep job. takes 25 I... points of necrotic damage. I'm dead. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> okay. Are you guys... Are, 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 are you guys ready to play Dungeons & Dragons, or are we going to keep talking about whatever the fuck you guys are talking about? Sounding. Do you not know what that is? I know what that is, Austin. <laughs> you said it. It doesn't need to be said. Well, well what is it? <laughs> I don't. Oh, oh. Do you do you want an explanation again? I can I can tell you. 
Anyways, this is this uh, is this time is so to roll a, a channel where we play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> Do we? Sometimes. Uh, okay, so to give the brief recap, if you guys are ready, are you sure? Positive. Ready. Okay. After finding evidence that was damning to Arthur Abraxan, uh by sneakily breaking into his mansion that was in fairly light guard comparatively, uh, at least for the night that you broke in, broken with uh, with Captain Ander Newgate, where you were able to uh, make your way down, find evidence, and uh, learn of different things uh, going on within um, within the world involving a uh, or some sort of organization named the uh, Masquerader Syndicate, as well as uh as well as many other things going on, something to do with a plasmoid-type creature, uh, the anatomy of one being being studied by Unvudius Plabberskibble along with the help of Arthur Abraxan. Um, you all found evidence, along with some other tools, uh, presented it to uh, Zane's parents, and your names were cleared of any wrongdoing within Ebrax. Uh that's when all of you were able to make your way back to the Lily of the Sky and uh, embark on your way back to Artemis, uh, the capital city of Sylvania. Um, we are on our first day of travel. Um, the skies are clear. Uh, it's a really good day for flying. Uh, you guys are leaving. If I, I can't remember if I had you rule survival checks or perception checks uh, for the first night, so we're just going to do them now. Um, Vaten, you're up top. Yeah. I just know you are. Uh, your passive oh, yeah. per, your passive perception is high enough now that I'm not going to need you to roll unless there's something I need you to see um, at yeah. night. Uh, skies are clear. There's some birds flying by. Um, nothing to really see. Uh, as you, as you leave, you're starting to see, uh, you, you, you do doze off. Um, but you've done this before. You expect that nothing will go wrong. You look around, there's no, no danger in sight and everyone ha uh, lays down for a long rest. Um, now we go on to the first full day of travel. Um, I'm going to need places of where you guys, what you guys are doing, uh, is there anything in particular that uh, you guys want to work on, train on, read? You guys have a bunch of books now that you just got from that library, from Arthur's library. I don't know if you guys want to take time to do that or if if do what Zane was doing prior, uh, learning how to use weapons. The the time of traveling is yours as of right now. I know what book I forgot to look for. <clears throat> Is my token on the board? Oh, uh, is it? Because I can't place any. It is not. Give me one sec. You see, uh, keys. Or if there's any combat today, you don't mind manning. Or Nate, you don't mind manning, Lexi? Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's turn on some, some, some travel I'll music. Have her do nothing. Just have her do nothing. That's uh, fine. Uh, we're gonna go. Or just heal bot again. That works really well. That works well as well. Stop, please. <laughs> nah, a little too cheerful. Who all doesn't have dark vision currently? Uh, that's a good question. I do, but I have a, I can get it for the spell. I don't think I, I do. It. I have my goggles. 
No, I don't. Yeah, I'm just, you can't. I, okay. I'm going to distribute these finally because I've been holding on to them. One pair of goggles of night to each of you. Whoa. Well, I've got Elven vision, so do mm -hmm. I need them? No. No, you have you have dark vision, so you should be just fine. I think the only, yeah, I think the only two of us that didn't have dark vision from the start was um, Elka and Vaten. Yeah. Well, we're good now, so. Okay. Well, I'll take them and I'm gonna sell them on YouTube or. Uh... You said six days of travel, Zach. Six days of travel uh, with a with a wind at your back, so when you're on your way up here, it took a little longer. A because you had to stop and get Chuck. Um, on your way up, if you guys remember, but you also had headwinds hitting you in in the face for pretty much half the half the trip. So on your way back, you have winds. Oh. You've noticed oh. that, you've noticed that just in your travel, the winds tend to blow at least during the this uh, getting later into summer months. Uh, the winds tend to travel uh, north to south along the along the ocean and coming from Ebrax. Um, whether or not is it whether or not that is a natural breeze or if it's a arcane induced breeze you guys don't know but right now travel should as long as nothing interrupts you guys travel should take six days all right i was just plotting out what i'm making okay yeah i've got those set so don't worry about them okay but, uh, it's gonna be relaxing we've had a lot going on lately Relaxation is fine. Um, the first day, though, I'm going to need one person to make a survival check for me. Just to kind of... I'll do it. Do, uh, with, with advantage, because... And I forgot to do it on your on your first on your first trip, on your second trip. The crew's technically out and about working and keeping the ship in the air. So technically, all these, all these checks are with advantage. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You get yeah, clear sky. Um, you look down. There's you're starting to uh, uh, within the first six hours of travel in, in the day. Uh, Ebrax has now uh, left the horizon, um, and you guys are starting to be pretty much over open ocean. You just barely see the southern point of Ebrax um, as you get later on into the day. Um, if you look to the north, but yeah. Pretty clear day. Uh, is there? I mean, I know Zane's going to be making shit. Is there anything anybody wants to do in the meantime to downtime stuff? Is there any anything you want to read up on? Is there anything like that? Uh, I'm going to read up on the book on natural potions. Potion? You mean uh, poisons? Poisons. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. And. Um see what I can learn on that and if I okay need her herbiology um, I forgot to grab a book I wanted to learn how to play the piano uh, um Todd for some reason you're really quiet I don't know why at least for me I don't know he sounds normal for me yeah, he's I was gonna say yeah did you turn his user volume oh you know you know why it's my mixer hold on sorry I I turned it down because of the the, the music Volume check one two three. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, okay, so for it'll take you. It's a fairly large book. 
Um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Because this is a poison of uh, all sorts of natural, arcane, and uh, magical and uh, poisons that come from magical beasts. So, um, I would probably be looking for something that would be easy for me to obtain products from that's not going to kill me right off the bat. Okay. And that's, uh, I assume that's taking, uh, taking into account your current abilities and everything along instead of your ability to stay hidden, all that. Right. Okay. Basically something that I can start looking at using to fill the, uh, uh, vessel in my weapon. Okay. Um, so you you would read you would you would read through that there are there's an extensive amount of plant-based poisons throughout Amriel that are pretty easy to obtain um specifically in the uh in the realm of fungus induced poisons and as well as well as um uh as well as tree root induced poisons uh you start to read about stuff like uh, ascomoid spores that uh, that tend to grow within the dark regions of deep forests and uh, uh, pine-filled forests. Uh, you start to read about um, the belladonna plant, which is a well-sought-after poison that sells for uh, an incredible amount of uh, gold if you sell it to the right person. You can find these... Uh, you would actually know of this plant to some degree, uh, since it does uh, it does come from and it does grow naturally within the Emsford Forest, which is the forest that you grew up in. Um, oh, looking at other poisons, I'm going through my notes here. If you can't tell, um, you know about the Costar plant, which is a uh, which is a sea based uh, algae. Um, you can find these pretty much in any any place that's tropical. So basically anywhere in the southern ranges of uh, Sylvania down to Ushar and even on the northern tips of, uh, of the wildlands of Salvax and in the uh, the southern regions of Astrion. Um, you could find this if you dove down into the water and found, and found it that way. Uh, um, if you're looking for something that's based off of not that dangerous um, uh, monsters to tangle with. Uh, you had fought one. Uh, you fought two actually prior to uh, when you're in Arun, the uh, the basilisk, which is a, a lizard-like creature that has six legs and has the ability to stun people uh, and turn and petrify them. Uh, at the gl at one glance, uh, you would know that the eyes of basilisks are, are well known, um, are, are well known uh, catalysts for making a very deadly toxin. Um, oh boy! You'd also know that any snake-based creatures, most snake-based uh, magical creatures, so like a. Um, uh, like dark snakes that tend to uh, tend to roam in the um, oh boy, 
Zach's brain isn't working great right now. Uh, sorry, Dark and Vatan would know about these. Dark snakes are black snakes that roam underneath the ground of the Sabbath desert. Um, one uh, one drop of venom uh, from those creatures uh, could kill a medium-sized humanoid in less than an hour. Very deadly. Uh, well sought after for a lot of assassins guilds throughout the world, um, but they you would. Uh, you would uh, know, and it would denote in the book that ever since Sab the Sabbath Desert was taken over by the Tillman brothers, um, the Sabbath Desert has been a hard uh, area to uh, to traverse and actually enter into because of the martial law that's constantly under with these two brothers that have taken over the desert since the last war. Um, And then wyvern poison is is one that you know you know of well. Right. Fairly easy creatures to slay if you are uh, capable of uh, averting their gaze and averting their eyesight, since they are not very smart creatures. Um, but if you can find a wyvern nest, uh, just the venom from their stinger and their venom sac uh, could be used to make all sorts of poisons. But that's what you glean from for right now. Uh, if you took more time to read the book, you could, you'd start to read more about different plants. But that book is at your uh, dis uh, disposal whenever you need it. So, All right. um, does Elko want to read about dragon anatomy? Yes. Okay. What 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 are you trying to learn in particular? Um, probably a little bit more about like fledgling dragons and babies and just like kind oh. of like when they start to get scales um okay uh so you dragon puberty essentially yeah um so you would you would read through the dragons generally incubate it within their eggs and within their mother's nest for anywhere from five to ten years uh dragon incubation takes a very very long time and generally, uh, that that's why dragons are not necessarily the most abundant creature throughout the world. Um, you would know that uh, all baby wormlings are born with scales. However, they shed on an annual basis. And uh, they grow stronger and stronger as they age. Um, you would read that as... Um, as dragons turn into young young dragons to adult dragons, their scales become hardened to the point where they're like stone, um, and then eventually into metal-like scales. And then you would eventually read that uh, once they become ancient, which would be anywhere from which would be an age range anywhere from four hundred to five hundred years old or older, um, their scales become almost uh, unpierceable. Um, but uh, you you would also read that uh, it's said that one dragon scale can make uh, one ancient dragon scale could make a full set of plate armor that would be able to uh, defend anybody. Um, if you're trying to glean uh, your about your current situation, you would learn that um, the shedding of scales is a Fairly painless process, but can be uncomfortable whenever it is hot out, because it is a it is it becomes itchy 
for the for the uh, wormlings. But anything else you're looking to learn from that? Uh, no, I think uh, I think Elka is just kind of curious, but she has an inkling that it's dragon scales. So maybe she, uh, I also have the uh, Draconic Union book, so maybe I'll flip through that. Okay, just to see like what kind of like what dragonborns kind of go through. Right. Okay. Well, dragonborns are very similar to wormlings. However, they are uh, some. It depends on the region of which and what type of dragon they are born from. Um, but you would learn that the union of dragons takes place um, takes place between a, uh, a an adult dragon that has uh, shape shifted into a humanoid form and has um, become a partner to another to an actual humanoid, generally a human or an elf, sometimes uh, sometimes dwarves, um, depending on who the gender is, who's giving birth. So if the mother, if the humanoid is the mother, then dragons are born, uh, dragonborns are born via any other humanoid. Uh, if it is a mother, if the dragon born is the, is the, uh, or is the mother is the dragon, then they're born via an egg. Um, they tend to go through similar, uh, similar, uh, uh, shedding processes that uh, that wormlings go through, and it tends to be a little bit more intense once they get into their teenage years, um, just because it becomes it becomes a little bit more painful, a little bit uh, a little bit harder to do. But um, yeah, that's really all you glean from that. But All right. Uh, does anybody else want to read anything? You all grabbed a shit ton of books, so I'm not necessarily going to read anything, um, but I'm going to kind of go to somebody on the crew. Okay. And um, kind of, I have a block and tackle, um, and want to get educated on how best to use that to haul someone as large as Ori, just in case that became an issue at some point, right. or lift someone as heavy as Ori. I'm sorry, what, what do you have that, that would allow you to do this? On my brain, I didn't hear uh, any of it. Block, block and tackle. I don't know what that is. Um, basically a pulley system. Gotcha. That... Okay, well yeah, um, you'd be able to walk Pulley's up to pretty... Gotcha. You'd be able to pull up, pull. You'd be able to walk up to really any, uh, any one of the the deckhands, and they'd be able to tell you that, um, you would need a harness for the person and or creature you're trying to lift, and you would need a, mm -hmm. uh, you would need a, a a high high place. Generally, you want that. You generally want that. Uh, the peak of where you're trying to lift to be much taller, at least double the height of the thing you're trying to lift. Uh, and you would need a, for the sake of lifting Ori, it would make the DC for D and D wise, you know, for, for actual <laughs> mechanics wise. Uh, if you're using that to try to lift Ori or lower Ori, it would make the DC for the strength check probably lessen by five. So okay. the strength okay. check would be for Ori size. Ori is, Ori, you're a thousand, 500 pounds or a thousand pounds? 500. 500 pounds. 
Okay, so the DC, so standard, uh, standard lifting weight for a medium-sized creature, I think, is two hundred pounds. Where you could do it without a check. So I'm gonna say be, uh, probably the DC would probably be sitting right around that instead of like the fifteen to sixteen range to do it. You would it would be around mm -hmm. the ten to eleven. Okay. DC, Perfect. yeah. If you if you if you wanted to set up a, a full pulley system to lower a person such as Ori, and if Ori was consenting for long, that long, then yeah, you could do it. But yeah, my my thought behind that is less um, anything like that, and more like if we are caught in a place where we have to haul him up and he's unconscious or something like that. Right, if he's dead weight, dead weight and unconscious. Gotcha. Yeah, I understand. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it'd be uh, it, it'd make it a lot easier. So, cool. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on to the next day? And what are you making today, Zane? Did you say? Uh, I didn't say. I've got them written down already, though. Okay. I, I'd like to know. Three ropes of climbing, and then three gloves of thievery over the course of the trip. So. Okay. Cool. Can I have one of those gloves? Maybe. Uh, we are using attunement rules here, so are you? How many? You can only be attuned to three items. Do you need to? Do you need attunement for those gloves? Uh, I do not. Well, I'm saying does do right do uh, regular people. Do you look that up. We'll go look. look that up. We'll go to the next day. Um. Okay. So, a day full of reading and inquiring and really just enjoying the. Uh, you do not. You don't. So it's not an attunement. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I just want to make sure of that because it would it would become a violent rejection if you tried to attune to a fourth item, um, which is not fun. Um, let's get some ambiance because we are flying and we are over the ocean. Is there a fishing pole? Because mine ain't. Mine's kind of like makeshift. Um, on the deck. I mean, do you, uh. Not really. If I remember correctly, you made yours by finding shit on the boat to make yours. Are we were you on, were we on this boat or another boat? You oh no, that's right. You were on the you were on the ship or on the small boat heading back to Senva from the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Right, um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you. Yeah. Sure. Make a make an investigation check for me as it starts to get as the light starts to dim. Fourteen. Fourteen. You can find basic things to fashion another makeshift fishing pole, but there's you get the sense because it's a skyship. There's not really a major need for any fishing uh, things. Um, however, you do look around and you do find uh, which you find a uh, one of the one of the deckhands um, starting to stack up what looks to be ballista bolts. Uh, in preparation for any uh, anything that were to assail the the ship as you fly back to Artemis, but yeah, I, I won't. I ain't interested in that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, darkness falls, and you guys uh, all go to sleep. Um, if anybody, I mean, I'm gonna my 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 direct uh my direct person I'm gonna go to is Vaten for this just because you're on up. I know you're gonna be up on top. Um, yeah. 
for the I've gone below decks once. Yeah, it's... anytime we have been on a ship. So, yeah. um, okay. Uh, so second night, you're looking around before you go to bed. Same same as the night prior. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty quiet night. I mean, you hear the, you now realize you are fully over the ocean, um, because you hear waves rolling in. You can feel the salt water start to sting your scales a little bit and make them a little drier than you're used to. Um, but you're you're accustomed to that since you've flown over the ocean a few times. Um, but, uh, yeah, night goes off without any issues. Um, second day, um, can I get a survival check with advantage from eeny, meeny, miny, mo beep, please? All right. Oh, did you say with advantage? With advantage, because the crew is looking out as well. All right. All right, so 14. 14. Looking around another clear day um can't really uh see anything you see a few clouds floating in you do see uh the occasional um what looks to be large larger seabirds um start to fly alongside of the ship but they seem harmless they're not doing anything to attack so they goes off without any issue uh anything you guys want to do second day or you want to just try to get done with the Travel. What is trying to get done with travel? <laughs> one question I just want to ask the captain is uh, if anybody plays the piano on here, if there's anybody that can teach me the piano, or if there's anything he might have that I could read to teach myself. Oh, piano. I mean, yeah, I play. Um, let me check something. And he, uh, he like, throws a lever down and locks the steering wheel in place, the helm in place, like you've seen him do a few times. Uh, he run, he runs down the uh, run, runs down into his quarters and he comes back about 10 minutes later uh, and he runs back up and in his hand is a basically a, uh, a songbook that shows you how to play scales and how to play certain sea shanties that uh, the book looks old really old like weathered probably it's a book that's been around for a while you can see tears on the edges and on the brim of the book but hands it to you go right ahead by all means well thank you sir so you're are you gonna spend the next couple of days traveling learning how to play the piano yeah in all between right. you know reading about poisons and stuff like that right, right. um okay I'm going to need play you with my new rapier. Okay. I'm going to need you because you're learning a new skill. So I'm going to need you to roll a few rolls every single day. Um, I'm going to use your roll an intelligence check for me to see oh, how well you had a, a quick question. You, you can learn music. Go ahead. With the uh, missing fingers, does that affect it at all? Yeah. Honestly, learning, oh, learning. <laughs> so it's funny. I, I so that's be funny. Th thank Sorry. you for bringing that up. The intelligence check will not change because you are using your intellect to try to learn. What I am going to need you to do, though, is if you're going to try to play, you're definitely going to be rolling a performance check with disadvantage. All right. Well, here's my uh, question. That's another question is. 
is any of this growing back or no no you you lost you lost the first the three i can't remember yeah so it'd be your right hand you lost the third you lost the three uh basically the three tips down to like the first joint on your finger on on your three longest fingers is there any uh spare wood around the ship um yeah you can find planks and stuff used for for patching up any issues yeah good I'm going to borrow one piece. Okay. And uh, get to work on making something for Thaddeus. Gotcha. Please make tips. Please. I'm going to make him some prosthetic fingers. I was just, please make him a prosthetic. That'd be amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So make an intelligence check for me, Thaddeus. All right. See how, see how well you start to learn the musical theory in the book. Twelve. First day, it's it's as one would expect when trying to learn something new. You have some difficulties. However, you are a fair, you're of average intelligence, so you get the sense that if you work on it for a good while, you could start to learn how to play piano and start to uh, gain that as a skill proficiency eventually. But um, if you're going to be trying to play, are you going to try to play, or are you just reading through the book and trying to learn music? Oh, I'm right going to like tap. Okay, tap. You're yeah. not going to have to do any. Perf- I mean, performance. It's fine. Um, 12, it sounds as one would expect someone trying to play a piano with half their fingers missing. Um, bunk, 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 bunk. right. Yeah. Like twinkle, twinkle, little star. Like it's yeah. But yeah. So first day, not bad. Um, you want an int check for my prosthetic making? Yes. Thank you for asking. I will. There you go. Cause I just rolled it. 23. Yeah. You take the good, you take the first couple hours into the night, making sure it works. And uh, with a 23, you're able to fully make finger prosthetics for Thaddeus for the next day. Bug. So, uh, unless anybody else wants to do anything second day, we go into the night. Um, Bingo isn't here, but that's fine. Um... With this pass, with Vaten's passive perception, as well as the crew looking out, um, another clear night. Uh, it's it's weird having travel. Not it's weird not having any issues in travel, uh, because all the bits of travel you guys have done in the in the last month or so has been filled with issues. But with his fucking twenty something passive perception. It's pretty uh pretty easy to spot spot terrible things, but night goes off without an issue. Um, we go into the third day. Elka, make a survival check with advantage, please. Even though I'm not going to be up deck on top of the deck. Sure, I'm just having you roll it in general, just for everybody. You said with advantage. Yeah. Peeking out the porthole, you know, if that's how you want to think about it. 16. 16. Yeah. Third day. No problem. Um, You do notice looking out the porthole as well as anybody else who's on deck doing stuff. uh, You do notice the normally you wouldn't see other sky ships within the same route as you just because there's a generally a code that people take to. If you 
can detect a a magical uh, wavelength of what being a, of what a skyship would be, you generally tend to stay a good couple, of, you know, maybe a hundred miles away, just so you don't mess with any sort of magical issues. You look out, there's a few ships that you can see within eyeshot that are heading in all different directions, uh, and they're seem to be. Well, um, since you're not on top deck, I'm going to say, and Bingo isn't here, um, Bingo would see it, but, uh, or Vaten would see it. I'm going to say, uh, Ori, if, are you going to be on top deck? Yep. Okay. Make a perception check for me. Didn't quite time that right. Five. Five. You see what looks like dots on the horizon, you can kind of see that they're ships flying. Um, but third day goes off without any issue. Um, Zane, you have the prosthetics. I'm going to steal from that. Oh, I'm going to tell Thaddeus I need it. <laughs> the glove that fits onto that hand. And I'm just going to stick the prosthetics in it and then hand it back to him. Okay. The gloves of thievery that I have, or yeah, I just need the one. Okay. I'm so gonna... put this on. Put what on the glove? Yeah. It's got like it's hard in. Okay. Yes. Put it on. Oh my lord! I got fingers. Again, you have fingers. Again, you're welcome. Well, yes, yes. Uh, do, do they burn? I wouldn't test it if I were you. <laughs> I can't do anything else right now. Uh, maybe when we find some metal, I can make something a little stronger, but... Ooh, Wood for now. Yeah, well, you thank you. Move them around, go to grip your rapier, and you have full control of your rapier in your right hand. Yeah, Very well-made uh... prosthetic for, for something makeshift on a ship, but... Zane's yeah, a good inventor, so. The way this works, for y'all who don't know, when an artificer makes a prosthetic, it just fuses to the missing part and then acts like normal. Mm-hmm. So. I oh, if that's the case, we need to talk below deck. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Literally or figuratively? <laughs> oh, Figuratively, but literally afterwards. Okay. Um, saying you you have nothing to worry about. So, uh, are you, Thaddeus? Are you gonna try to do more piano stuff today? Yeah. Roll another intelligence check for me. Second day is hard. <laughs> Second day is harder than the last, unfortunately. What are these things called notes? You can't quite get it. Um, so, you know, uh, maybe on the practical use, getting used to the uh, the prosthetic, um, trying to learn how to play, the frustration of trying to remember how to get, how trying to re- figure out how the fingers work again, as well as just having a harder time understanding the more intricacies of uh, of musical theory. Um, 
yeah, it's just a hard thing to learn for sure. Oh, okay. One other thing that I do want to, to try now that I've got the, the glove and the fingers replaced mm -hmm. um, is like putting some kind of fluid, makeshift fluid, um, motor oil or something into the to the vat. <laughs> I saw you laugh, Magic. Um, and and try to like stab a bag of sand or something and see how the trigger thing works. Make sure I'm doing it right. Okay. Just like you would do it normally. You go pour some fluid in there. No problem at all. These prosthetics well, are half the day that they you don't feel any sensation from but when you go to move them and move them around you get still get the same sensation of touching things and like okay well my i the idea is that i can use this new a uh, trigger on my ray pierre on ray pierre yeah um without disadvantage because i've practiced you know right clicking it and okay well, then I would say, huh, roll a d20 uh, plus your dexterity modifier and then plus your proficiency bonus. Are you doing this on deck? Would you be? Yeah. yeah be. Um, so I would volunteer at least, I would volunteer once a day. Um, Newt, Newt to, um, well, water and Newton as your target, um, and water to, you know, make steam so you know you hit or whatever. Um, okay. To kind of make that easy for you. Okay, so Vatim would, Vatim would summon his wildfire spirit, um, the salamander, and just let you use, you're saying use him as, as, uh, as target practice, essentially? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so yeah, go ahead and roll a, a so d20 plus your dex modifier, which is plus five. So seven plus five. Plus your proficiency bonus, which I think is plus three at this level, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So 15 is the, is your full roll. Yeah. You're proficient with rapiers. So using it and stabbing it, you have absolutely no issue. Um, Learning how the trigger works, it doesn't take long for you to understand it. Zane put a lot of hours into making this and making sure it's exactly how you want it. Um, so you go to stab and you pull the trigger and yeah, it it injects it just fine. Um, and since uh, Newt is being Newton is being commanded not to dodge out of the way and just take the hit, it's an auto. Oh, it's an auto hit. No, no, no. He he's. Dodging and stuff. Oh, he's dodging. Well, he will be as time goes on. Make it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then uh, roll an attack for me against Newton's AC. Uh, so just do a rapier to attack. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Whoa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely hits Newton. Yeah. Like that, you little bitch. Uh, roll roll for damage out of curiosity. So it's your your normal rapier damage plus the. Well, technically, you don't have any poison in there, so it's technically not a po not not any poison right now. So yeah, it'd be just be nine damage, and then all of a sudden, you you squeeze the trigger and water comes out, uh, and 
spray sprays into the fire lizard, which I'm now realizing probably would be uncomfortable for him. <laughs> so a little bit steam comes up, takes another two points of uh, we'll just we'll call it cold damage. But yeah, little steam comes up, and uh, he uh, yeah, you hit him, and I'm gonna say just so we don't, we're not gonna make you roll every single time. After practicing for the next couple of days, you become proficient with your weapon, and you won't have any issues. And you're you'd become attuned to it. So, is uh, Todd frozen? Yeah. Okay. Just making Looks sure. Like just making sure. Okay. All right. Well, uh, third day goes by without any issue. We come into the nighttime. Faten, I'm now going to need you to make a perception check for me. Hey, Todd's back. I, I didn't ever look like I was frozen on my end. Yeah, your 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 screen was just <laughs> stuck. Eleven. You getting closer and closer. We are now traveling just over the what would be the western side of, of the Sandosha Swamp. Um. With an 11, you look around and it's dark, a lot darker than traveling over the ocean. Um, as you look around, you smell sulfur uh, scent waft over through the air and you see a, with an 11, you can't quite gleam what, uh, what it is. But you do see a bright, what looks to be fire, from way off in the distance. Um, probably a good 10 miles away. It looks like a dot, but it is on fire. That's all you can really tell at night. Okay. I'll make sure to point that out to Captain Newgate. Yeah, Captain Newgate would see it. Hmm. Hope it's not a... Fire elemental going on a rampage. Okay. Well, thanks for pointing it out. And it would be, just so you're aware, it would be off the, using the ship now, it would be uh, off the starboard side, so the right side to the stern of the boat, so to the front of the boat. Um, it would be off. Uh, 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 almost right. No. Almost right. The, stern of the back. Stern, uh, sorry, the front. I don't know what the name of the front. Bow. The bow. Bow. Thank you. Uh, it'd be bow front. Uh, front right bow. Uh, about ten miles. Wow. About ten miles out. Looks like a dot to you, but it's on fire. But other than that, the night goes off without any issue. You do smell the sulfur starting to waft up from the swamp. Um, it's kind of a weird mixture because you're staying closer to the sea this time around. Um, on the western side of of the uh of the swamp. So it's like a mixture of salt water that you've been smelling, but also sulfur starting to waft in there. It's a really strange, stinky smell. But. Good times. Yep. So we go into the next day. Um, Alara, do you have some cheese on you that's spoiled? She probably does. <laughs> Smelling something sour. Oh. Could be that. 
Um, okay, so for the next day, I'm going to need... We're going to go with Zane. Make a uh, survival check with advantage. Sixteen. Sixteen. It's a little bit of a cloudier day. Um, the clouds are... It looks like it may storm. Now, granted, you guys are above the clouds, flying. Um, that's how most skyships fly, just just to stay out of any inclement weather that may happen below. Generally, skyships tend to stay above the cloud line, and that's where you are right now. You look down, the clouds are starting to get darkish gray. Um, you do start to notice more and more skyships moving in opposite directions, five miles, 10 miles, 15 miles away. Um, and Vaten, you notice this as well with your keen eyes. Um, these ships are seem to be moving at a not a normal pace. They seem to be moving a little bit slower, and they seem to be going in any opposite direction that you're going to. Um, Vaten, roll a perception check. Uh, sorry, I'm looking something up real quick. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, that does not do what I want it to do. Uh, perception? Yeah. 22. There we go. Yeah. So you need Much a, better than rolling a 3. Looking at these ships a little closer, these ships seem to be in a damaged state. Almost every single one you look at. Um, some of them with the sails partially crispy and burnt, but put out. Some with holes in the hull. Um, some with ones that one that comes closest to your airship, but underneath you, trying to avoid any issues. Uh, good. It's probably a good two miles away. You look down, and from the best you can see with a twenty-two, you see what looks to be almost like a mark of like a lightning bolt that has that is etched into the wood and burnt into the wood still blowing a light blue hue but and are they coming are they all heading towards like away from where we are going or they're all moving what seem to be away in multiple directions from the from the from the direction you are going currently. Yes. Okay. Um, I will definitely meander towards the captain. Um, captain, this one has seen battle damage on most of, if not all, of the ships. Interesting. I've been kind of noticed that as well. Um, also, this many ships flying this close to me is a little disheartening. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know what we're flying into, but uh, if there's this many ships damaged, I wonder if there was a. I only hope there wasn't something awful that happened, or maybe 
Two dragon attack, maybe? He's uh, pointing out the lightning bolts. Immediately, Ander would think would think something lightning-based. Uh, maybe a dragon, maybe a elemental attack, like a lightning elemental? But if there's this many ships, maybe a battle went down that we didn't know about? I don't know. Perhaps. I'll just... Let's just hope it's not where we're going, and we'll stay the course. Um, are there still birds flying around or anything? Yeah. Any critters? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, um, all, all sorts of birds. There's a. Uh, you see all sorts of seabirds that are flying due west to get towards the ocean more. Um, you see, actually, you do see a what looks to be a wyvern flying away out of breakneck pace away from basically following along the ships but a lot lower down but a lot farther down but like just above the cloud line you see a wyvern shooting off in the distance is there a way to catch one of these birds yeah there's, I'd say, actually, you would notice over the time traveling that a lot of a lot of seafaring birds do tend to try to rest on the masts of uh, skyships to get a break. Um, there's none there now. However, there are some that there's always some that are fairly close within within netting distance that could you could try. The DC, uh, the AC would be a very a hot, very high to hit. Um, yeah, you do see a, a few uh, within, within like, if you had, like, a net gun, mm -hmm. almost, you know? You'd lure yeah. them in with crumbs um, of bread. You could try that. That, yeah. that was going to be my next question. <laughs> um, I'm going to make it a point over the rest of the day today to try and pet a bird. Okay. Roll an animal handling um, check. As well, have you do. I'm going to make... I might do, hang on, I got to read my spell again here. Um... Yeah, that doesn't work, unfortunately. Okay, doesn't say, um, yeah, just one. Um... I will take that any day of the week. Yeah. So putting out tiny little pieces of bread, little tiny chunks of dried meat just on the rail or even on... Eventually, some seafaring birds do... Um, will do kind of flutter over and land and you see a what looks to be a, a seagull, um, but much larger. Um, much larger wingspan, um, grayish feathers but all but with shades of white um and you do see um what look to be teeth underneath the beak but it kind of hops up and starts pecking away at the bread yeah okay um i will quickly attempt to net the bastard roll a dexterity check with proficiency with your proficiency bonus I'm gonna check proficiency on a save, roll a save, and then 
Ooh. Not do very well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's an eight for a dexterity plus proficiency. You go to try to grab the bird and it immediately flies around and tries to bite you as you go to reach in to grab. Uh, I try to bite it back. Okay. Uh, it rolled a, it has it has no modifier, uh, but it rolled an 18 to try to bite you. Uh, it actually does hit me. <laughs> and you're dead. Uh, you take three points of piercing damage as it nips at your scales. Okay. I would like to try and bite him back. Roll an attack. <laughs> are you trying to, are you trying to play bite or are you trying to kill oh no this one i'm trying to kill okay all right fair enough (laughs) oh you go to bite it and it it like you go to bite it it immediately dodges that like hop steps out of the way and then jumps up and lands on your snout Then I'm back to my first plan and try to catch it. Again. Roll another dex check with uh, <laughs> with proficiency bonus. And he pounds himself in the face. Do uh, <laughs> yeah, right. This time, do it with disadvantage because it's uh, it's close to wanting to fly away. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ten is the DC. So you. <laughs> Out of frustration, grab like ring this bitch around the neck, <laughs> grab it, and it's just immediately just flapping its wings, trying to like bite it, like peck at your uh, hands. But you have a you have a bird now. Oh no, no. with the disadvantage though. Oh, sorry, I didn't even know it was a seven. Yeah, no, actually, no. Sorry, I thought my brain was on advantage, not disadvantage. Seven. Yeah, you know, to, you go to grab it, scratch that. Instead of you grabbing it by the neck, you think you grabbed it by the neck. Uh, and as as you do that, it like immediately flings its face down to bite you again. And this time it's going to do it twice. Fair. It's a natural 20 and a 19. Oh, Jesus. Do we have a resurrection Good. spell? Fontaine's about to die yes, because yeah. of a fucking bird. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. yes, we do have a resurrection spell, but the problem is I'm the one that has it. You take, uh, with the two bites, you take 11 points of piercing damage. <laughs> is is, is anybody else see a... this going on? I also oh, have resurrection stuff. Oh, this, it's, 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 it's becoming quite a spectacle at this point. Uh, anybody anybody who's on the boat knows what, kind of understands what's happening. Or he's been kind of watching this whole time and he'll say, uh, do, you, do you need help? Please, large one. What are you? What are you trying to do? You see those wings starting to flap now that it pecked your hand, trying to get away. This one's trying to bleed himself to death. Just catch her. Catch, not kill. Oh, perhaps. If you're gonna try to catch it, you're gonna have to make a dexterity check uh, with with your proficiency bonus uh, at disadvantage because it is now starting to lift up into the air to leave. Uh, yeah. I will let this one go away unless he's I'll try successful to at it. I'll try to catch it. Okay. Dexterity. My dex isn't that high. Uh, 14. 14? 
The DC did raise by two, which is which you you beat it by two. So Ori just kind of like as it goes to fly away, given the size of Ori, instead of instead of Ori trying to desperately grab at it, he just like reaches his hand out and grabs it by its neck. I'm just holding it like my arms stretched out all the, it's, all the way. It's trying it's trying to like it's trying to bite your hand currently, but because of, because of you having it grappled, it can't it can't move its head. No wood. Thank you, large one. I'm going to take my heavy cloak um, and kind of bundle it up and then um, I've already removed his hand from the cloak. Okay. He put the bird down. <laughs> yeah. So, well, wait, hold on. So are you trying to, uh, trying to cover cover the bird or are you trying to... I, I'm trying to basically put the bird in a sack for right now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'm going to tie the bird down. Okay, how are you gonna do that with what? Uh, just I have, I have some rope. Yeah, just grab some rope and tie. Okay. Uh, so you're trying to tie up a bird that's squirming with one hand. Actually, I'm gonna hand Vaughn some rope and tell him to do it. <laughs> oh, just making sure. <laughs> I I will definitely tie this fucker up with prejudice. <laughs> okay. With the help of Ori, roll another dex check with with uh, proficiency, but with advantage. Roll one more time. Oops. Yeah. You take the 15. It's fine. I'll take the 15 yeah. and the 9 oh, as your two rolls. It should have been. Um, yeah, and it should have been a plus 3 more, so it should be an 18. Gotcha, 18. Uh, yeah, easy enough. You grab a piece of rope and you basically... Uh, hog tie slash gift wrap a bird with a rope the best you can um and you're able you're able to tie it down it's still squirming it's it's not happy at all um that's fair yeah uh alaris like could use, uh, use speak with animals and i'm gonna sit down while this is happening i'm gonna sit down and start ritual casting a spell myself okay uh what spell is it uh, animal messenger. Okay. So Alara speaks cast speak with animals. All all Alara hears is Fuck! Fuck! Fuck me! God damn it! Uh, Mike, you get a hold of you, I'm gonna shit in your hand. What's it say? She'll just say pretty much all that. Told the shut up or I'll take its wings. The little uh, girly goblin says that. Roll intimidation. Roll intimidation for Alara, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me see what hers is at. Uh, uh, she has a plus two. Pecker. That's pretty good for her. All right. That's a... That's a... 16. It's it's a bird. Um, <laughs> Alaris, immediately you just see the bird kind of like relax a little bit. Okay. What, what are we... What do you want? I, I don't actually know. <laughs> Alaris just... Um, yeah, I gotcha. I understand. Yeah. And I'm spending the 10 minutes to ritual cast because I don't have today the bird is just like desperately looking around like 
<laughs> oh, Ted, what are we doing? I want to know that too. This one is casting a spell that would have this bird carry a message to another ship. Laro translate that to the bird. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah. Anything. Uh, just maybe be untimey. No. But uh, I can't go anywhere without my wings. Um. I mean, we'll get to that. It's just pretty funny seeing you tied. This is like what this reminds you of. Uh, Alara, Alara talking to this and, and translating what it reminds you of is like a is like a tiny little goblin on crack, like just <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> Intense nervous energy. Okay. I like how this was meant to be like a five second like detour thing. It just turned into <laughs> really a of me losing like 12 uh, for 15 HP or something, whatever I've lost. So <laughs> 14. Yeah. I'm going to start looking through his bag of things that I might be interested in after he's dead. <laughs> well, he's a bird, so he has feathers. Uh... <laughs> no, he's talking about me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Hey, you find a lot of random meat. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. There's a bag. Yeah. There's, basically a, there's basically a bag of holding full of meat. Excuse me, Vault 10. Yes, you call it a meat sack. Vault <laughs> 10, what's this little... It looks like a, like a tube. It's about two to three inches, centimeters long, but it's very tiny, and it's got like a hand grip on it. What do you do with this? Oh, my God. Botan's eyes are rolled in the back of his head as, as he's as he's yeah, right. casting this spell. <laughs> uh, animal messenger eventually does come through. What is uh? So let me read. Uh, it means this spell you can use animal to deliver a message. Choose any beast. Okay, so who are you sending the message to, and where where are you sending it? Um, and what is the message to? Uh, to the captain or helmsman of the nearest ship okay um and um the message will say if you have a means of to of replying um, please let us know where you are coming from and what caused the damage Okay, so it works. It kind of works like this, like the sending spell, just it, a lot more. It's a, yeah. Okay, so they can respond to the message. Uh, that I think is going to be up to you because the way I'm reading it, they cannot. You know what? Rule the cool. Why not? Sure. Okay. It's 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 a convoluted <laughs> way to use a sending message or a sending spell. Yeah, because I don't think any of us have sending, so... No, none of you are... Yeah, no. That's that's a thing. Thank God for me! Um, because sending's a pain in the ass <laughs> sometimes. But, uh, okay. So yeah, you eventually untie the bird. Alara hears, Oh, thank fuck! <laughs> As you release but it. now he's magically compelled to yeah, now go he's... and come back. <laughs> yeah, uh, and as he 
flutters off. You see him go. You see a ship probably. Will it be the one that was hit by light? What looks like lightning. Um, since that happened earlier in the day. Um, so you'd see it fly behind the ship um, and go that way. And it would take. You don't know how long it would take. You would gauge probably a couple hours. But. Okay. Uh, eventually, um, as you guys sit there and wait for the response, about night nightfall comes over uh, to when you hear, and then you hear the bird land right on the rail. A kind of a half-disheveled, weaker voice a man's voice and you hear him say this is weird um we were attacked um we were in Artemis all hell broke loose we're doing everything we can to get away and as far away as possible. Dragons. Um, there was this guy with blue, and that's where it cuts off. Okay. Um, I am definitely going to relay that to Captain Anger as well as the rest of the party. Um, okay. Even if I have to go down... Even if I have to go below decks to speak with Elka. <laughs> yeah. You just see Elka like like huddled up, like all comfy in her in her chambers reading a book. <laughs> but uh so you 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 uh you relay that message and cap the captain kinda like looks a little weirded out and blue. I understand if blue dragons attack. That happens, they tend to attack if they're younger, they tend to attack in packs. But whatever did damage to that ship was much larger. And that scares me. Um, if they said they were an Artemis, wonder... <sighs> Does, do any of you have any way of getting a hold of that library, library in front of yours? Uh, yeah, I think I have a sending stone. Sending stone to Leon. Ten nope. messages a day. Okay. Oh, well, that that would work out perfectly. Um, why don't you try checking in with him to see the see what's going right. on? Uh, unnamed group to Leon. Uh, I guess I'll just like relay what what I heard about happening. Okay. About ten minutes go by. Another ten minutes go by. And eventually you hear a voice that I'm going to say 
Elka, make her a history check. Ten. Ten. You can't quite grasp who this person is. You know you've heard their voice before. And it was probably a while ago. But you hear a voice come through that isn't Leon's. And you hear... Um, yes, this is, um, if this is the group I'm thinking of, uh, yeah, we're in trouble. Um, Leon is not available. Um, he's not doing well. Um, are you heading here? I do have your payment. We are, yes. It's a bit of a hellscape right now. How far away are we out? We're about two days out. Uh, I will like we're we're good. We'll be there in about two days. So if you can hold out. Um. Well, we're doing the best we can. Um. You're coming here. Uh, the skyport is going to be unreliable. Um, it was kind of almost all everything around it was burnt to a crisp. Um, you get the sense he's staggering over this person, staggering over their words. It's hard to tell um what truly he's he's thinking of, but you probably don't remember me. My um, Leon's personal assistant, uh, Rosalor, um. I met you the first day uh, that we met, um, that you all met each other. Um, Leon's in a comatose state. Um, he was... He overextended himself and was able to drive off the... the Great Worm, but... Um, if I were you, I would... Part of me's, part of me wants you to stay away, but part of me also thinks we need all the help we can get. Artemis. We will be there soon to help. And you'll hear him kind of like step away from this. Help is on the way, maybe. Um, for a couple of days now. Um, and they will attack you. We will be careful. Thank you. And in the background, you'll hear. Boom. Explosions, rattling, earthquakes. Um, you'll hear during all of this, and you, whatever is happening there seems not good. But with all that information gleaned, 
What do you want to do? Uh, well, I'll let everyone know what all the information I have. I'll definitely let uh, Captain Newgate know that uh, the airport, the Skyport, is uh, probably not the safest place to go. Okay. Skyport is no go is a no go. Our other option is to go past Artemis and fly over and land in the Gulf of Prosperity and then come up through the canal. Since the ship can double as a seafaring vessel. Or we can find a place to unsafely dock or I can airdrop you but then I wouldn't be there if this, if Artemis is as destroyed as that person seemed to think you guys are going to need all the help you can get I could leave the ship in the hands of my brother but He's very unaware of what's happening right now because he's kind of sleeping. So that's going to be some news. The ship in any way. The ship is has some defenses. We have harpoons. We have uh, ballistas. We have a single magical cannon that can be moved. But this is stop. Sorry, you're fine. We've been using this ship primarily to haul cargo as of late. Um, before that was before I met all of you, um, but now we've been hauling. I've been hauling you around, and we've been getting into all sorts of issues. So, yeah, I don't like Artemis. To be blunt, I've always seen the king, king and queen as annoying and kind of brash and rude to those who aren't from their city and they don't really manage their territory well but my dad once said that he loved Artemis and he's sad that he had to leave Artemis as a kid so yeah my ship's yours where, where do we want to go we need to get in there Sooner rather than later. Well, we're, two we're two days out. Normal travel. Um, we could push it to the limit and potentially burn out my propulsion system. But No, we need the boat as backup. The crew could man it and give us covering fire, right? As I mean, with a single cannon that shoots probably once a minute, maybe. But it's long range. And Ellis does and whatnot as well. well what if we come in by water? Would that be safer? I don't know what... Sure. Uh, in theory, if, the, if if our only adversaries are dragons. But we don't have any more information than that. Do you know the area where you could land us? Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Quickly, I, I mean, near water where we could be in the air the most time and then basically land in water near the our city. our safest bet is to land in Lake Grandry which is which would be a tomorrow thing 
Um, lake Grandry is a very deep lake, and it stretches along. It, it stretches down south, uh, past past Ardbert, down down the river, which we could float the ship this size carefully. That would be a way of landing in water and getting right up to the city without them noticing. But if the city's destroyed, I don't know if the riverways are blocked. I don't know if there's a lot of things we don't know. If we're walking into a if we're walking into a war zone, we may get shot out of the sky before we can even get there. We should take the bet to get on land tomorrow, then. Okay. Do you have any maps you could possibly pull up and show us? They may not be reliable, though, if the city's been destroyed. Well, true. I'm just thinking of, like, a, a generalized directional plan. Um, I mean, other than the map of the world that I have that shows you different cities and where different... Uh, waterways are none of the waterways are named other than the lakes and the oceans um and it's not very detailed but i have that um i'm gonna be honest with you i've been my navigation skills are have always been kind of on a feeling and i've just kind of learned where things are and which way to go just off of call it sheer luck call it experience um, I just, I know this area well. I do a lot of business in this area. So. I think our best bet is to fly within where we can see at least the city on the horizon. Maybe we can gauge the severity. I mean, you heard what your guy said. He He's underground. He may not know this, what's going on above. Maybe it's not as bad as it was. That's me being an optimist, though. We won't know until we get there. Best we can do is just keep flying. Um, if uh, we want to get there, we could get there tomorrow night if I push push everything to the limit. But well, well, I don't want to push it if we need an escape plan. And we told them to hold out for two days, so I think I think we're okay keeping our our normal speed. Okay. This one agrees. Well, let's uh, keep a move on then. Keep an eye out. If there's dragons, they can fly very fast. Cover a lot of land. We may be rolling right into a dragon's nest for all we know. Well, there's a lot of innocent people there. You sure. don't deserve to die. Yeah, I'm not going to leave a capital city of a nation just willy-nilly to its demise. You're all better people than I. Let's, uh... Okay, let's go. And he's just going to see him push a lever down. You guys are going to pick up speed a little bit. Not full full tilt, but it does lessen the trip a little bit. Um, okay, so you guys, uh, with 
troubling thoughts in your mind, you do manage to go to sleep, uh, Vaten, before you go to bed uh, with your passive perception. You start to smell smoke. You start to smell what smells like fully, like, burnt hair wafting over the air. You look down and you see it's a clear night. There's no clouds in the sky. And you see a dim red streak that seems to be going on the ground through the countryside. Nor, uh, that seems to be have molten, it's almost like molten lava, but it has blue flames sparking off of it. Um, and it's just one short little streak, and it's right before you guys get, right before you, you can see Lake Grandry off in the distance, and you can see part of Lake Grandry is hardened over in what looks to be some sort of black obsidian. You look down. You don't know the region, but you do see a town along the river, or along the lake. Um... And you see that town, and you see smoke billowing into the air. You see blue flames coming off of buildings. You see, you smell the air, and uh, another more sulfur-smelling smells come from, from below, along with burnt hair, ash, smoke, molten lava. Um, you look down, and you see whatever town is down below has been completely destroyed. Um, and it seems like one, you know how dragons work. You fought, you fought one prior, um, at least one that was definitely pulling its punches against you guys. The bronze dragon you had fought earlier. Um, you know how dragons work and you know that their breath attacks can cause major damage. You, with your passive perception, you get the sense that. Whatever dragon destroyed this town did it in one breath. I'm going to relay that to all interested parties. At this point, it's uh, it's uh, Anders' brother, Alex, who's, who's on the helm, and he just... You see him clutch what looks to be a symbol of what looks to be like an axe and a hammer and crossed on his neck, and he just kind of like... You see him like do a short little closed-eyed prayer as you pass over. Um, can't really hear what he's saying, even with your passive perception, with the wind and everything like that. But you can That's see right. his mouth, and you can see him just basically, um, basically saying, protect them, please. I was going to say, I think I can read his lips. Yeah, you can read lips. If he is saying it, if, if he's saying it in common, then yeah, I can definitely... Yeah. Um, you you can hear him uh, say, uh, "Iron Father, please protect them." Um, okay. If you want to glean into any more of his, in of his of his religious faith, you can with your passive perception. But I mean, that's up to you. Um. No, it's not really Vaten's thing. Okay, religion. So, all right. Yep. So you continue on. Um, other than 
seeing and smelling and hearing just fire and molten lava. Uh, you, uh, if you guys are able to go through the night without much issue. Um, now we come into the fifth day. Uh, I'm going to need one of you to make a survival check, which I think it would be Thaddeus's turn today. Survival. With advantage. Because oh, with the crew advantage. with the crew is helping. Alright. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So we'll take uh the first two rolls, which is the eight and the four. <laughs> um Luckily enough, eight, you look around, you're kind of, I don't know if you'd be up for playing piano after hearing the news you just heard. That's up to you. Um, so you could do that if you want. Um, oh, I'm like, that's second fiddle right now. I, I, I figured. Okay. Uh, now uh, I'm going to be like prepping poison stuff. Okay. Um, Baten, with your passive perception, and it's a clear day, uh, you do start to see smoke, more smoke, billowing. You start to see what you would know because you've, uh, we're now, and I'll pull up, I think I have the world map saved in roll 20. If I don't, I can grab it real quick because I have it up. Ander would walk out with his world map. Um, let me go ahead and hit save image on that. Just grab that real quick. Alrighty. Um, maybe not like here. We'll just add it as a handout because that's much easier for me. I added a comment. You get a chance. Okay. So Zane. Yeah. I, I, you're a master of tinkering. Um, with what we're walking into. There you is, go. In, in my knowledge that I've been learning in poisons, is there anything we could use as a long range thing that we might be able to shoot out of a bow or a crossbow that you could help? Not with what I've got on me. Are there resources we're not aware of on this ship? Beyond what they've told us? No. Do you think it would be worth asking the captain? I think they've told us everything they've got. All right. Okay, so looking at the map, I know it's a little harder for you guys to read, but you guys are currently... You've now passed over Lake Grandry. Um... If you want to look at the stream is up. If you want to look at it, it's a little bit easier to read. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I will pull it up for you guys. So current, so currently, uh, where my where my cursor is is about where you guys are at. Where's the where's the fires at? So apparently from Artemis, I would assume. No, so the so the town you saw on fire, 
which now looking at the map the next day, you would glean that it was Plarburg on the western shores of Lake Grandry that has been completely burned to, to cinders. Um, following south, you look out, you see smoke billowing from multiple locations. You see... From the direction of Artemis, what are we... So currently, if you guys can see my, my cursor on the on the stream, which I think you can, you guys are currently in this area, about 100 miles north of Artemis. 120 miles north of Artemis, which I can zoom in slightly more, I believe. Yeah, I can. There. At our height, what's our distance that we can see? You can see, it's a clear sky, so you can see... Four dots and then one big plume of smoke from the south of it. You can see what which you guys have been here before, so you can see it. You can see that the town of Stamford that you once stopped in for supplies on your way to Keister is currently erupted in smoke and fire. You can see that to the west, Clico, a river town that you've never been to but you've heard of, is currently erupted in flame and smoke. You see Ardbert, which is the closest town to you guys right now. Very plainly, you can see it erupted in smoke, lava, and blue flames. Along with, now that you can get a closer look as you're flying, which you're starting to lower your altitude just because you're approaching Artemis, you can start to see what look to be similar, or Vaten, you recognize it as familiar electrical burn marks that are spread out throughout the land and throughout the city. Uh, you look to your west closer to what to be, what seems to be the bigger plume of smoke, which you assume is Artemis uh, of Athetal, which is a trade city just outside of Artemis. Not any fire, but just a plume of smoke. Um... Hard to glean, hard to tell if that means it's fully destroyed, or if they were, or if they're able to fight it off, or if that means there's just nothing left to be on fire. But you then see the the big plume of smoke, Artemis. You can tell from this distance. You can see. Can't really see the city from here. But you can see what seems to be the largest plume of smoke just coming up. You can see the ocean in the background, and it seems like the ocean is burning a bright red from your view. But you continue on, and throughout the day, um, you've passed over Ardbert. You can see it's very clearly destroyed. Um, you're too far up to see if there's any sign of life. Any, uh, or any enemies that you could possibly see. And as you get about 40 miles, or fit, nah, probably 50 miles from Artemis, nighttime has come. Um, you all can choose to stay up and get hit with a point of exhaustion. Or you can choose to take a long rest and wake up to where you can assume that you've probably already passed over. You would have already passed over Artemis. Or 
Ander can slow down and crawl, which is an option for you guys to take your long rest and spend time really getting used to what's happening in the area, but it also makes you an easier target and easier to spot. So no. those are your options. <laughs> None of them very great, but... Nope. <laughs> I vote for option three. I think we should be as well rested as we possibly can be. Who knows when we'll get another good amount of rest from this point forward for a while. This one agrees. Or he starts tucking himself in. <laughs> so. You see Anders. Sarah puts her head on a block of cheese. You feel the... You feel the... Magical crystals start to slowly vibrate and hum as Ander pulls back on a lever and you feel your speed get cut in half. Instead of making it to Artemis in four hours, four or five hours at your current speed, you'd be making it you'll be making it there pretty much when you wake up. But you are a more easy target for whatever's out there. Um so do you guys want to take do you guys want to take watch which in turn would make your long rest technically 12 hours because you have people taking three watches or do you want to just sleep and just trust that the crew is going to wake you up if something bad happens? I'll trust the crew. Yeah, I think I'd like to trust the crew. Okay. Yeah. We've been flying with them long enough. I feel like we should know them well enough. They don't want to die, so I will trust them. Okay. I'm going to roll with disadvantage. A crew survival check. That's cocked. As you sleep... You get through the night without any issue. Um, the fourteen is sixteen on the on the dice. So DC was fifteen. Their survival bonus is three. So just barely made that. You wake up, ready, rearing to go, and as you walk out on deck, you can now see the full sprawling city of Artemis. You guys are probably about 5,000 feet in the air at this point, starting to make a descent. Um, I will go ahead and show you what that looks like. Wow. You oh. see... Crackles of blue lightning reaching out and breaking through rivers of lava. You look around, and from what you can see in the distance, you see multiple magic circles glowing um, and domes put up by what you assume are those magic circles. Um, you see one massive one to the northeast 
which all of you would know because you've been told that that is the Eldath, uh, Eldath Sanctuary, which is basically the one of the major holy places in the city. You see a massive green magic circle and dome being put up. And what seems that none of the fire or lightning is reaching that dome. Um, you look at the royal palace, it is burnt asunder. There's nothing. Flames, blue flames, lava. From the once proud city that you all knew as the city of peace, it is now a city in pieces. You look around and two-thirds of the city is destroyed. You hear a low humming fire. You take a whiff and all you smell is burning. It kind of smells... Honestly, like cooking meats and burning hair and a mixture of sulfur and noxious gas. You look around and you do spot the Royal Library and it seems to be held within a dome of some sort of magical capability. You... You all being aware of who Leon is, you assume that's his doing. Um, you do... Keeping the Royal Library. But as you come flying in, you're about... You're starting to get full view of the city. One thing you do notice is that set the one section of the town that is on fire, yet still whole, is Carrot Town. Fucking Carrot Town. Only a quarter of it being destroyed, what seems like, in the attack. Carrot Town prevails. It is a... It is an overwhelming sight to see a city this large, a city this old being raised to the ground. You see streaks of lava that are definitely not natural. And whatever you get the sense of whatever did this is huge. But you do come in. Is there any place on this map that you would like to try to approach? Is there anything you want to do as you see this city burning? I don't know where I would... Yeah? How many squares does he need to bring this thing in on? It's a... So, if you guys want to zoom in, you can see about the size of what, of what the Lily is north of the Skyport. You can see a Skyship in a boiling vat of lava. Ah. That is about the size of your ship. Okay. So, so we can technically work it. Um, the Lily's slightly smaller. Uh, each of these squares is about 30 feet. Maybe a little bigger, but yes, you do. That is an option. The once uh, the you look out and uh, there's a dome. What seems to be over the King's Crest Bazaar, the uh, the shopping district where Thaddeus she recognizes where he bought those love potions at one time. 
Oh, let's go back there. I got some stuff to buy. I don't think they're willing to sell anything right now. You do see a dome that is seems to be as you start to fly over and so what's are you are you are you trying to fly over and get a sense of where to land or are you just kind of like putzing, like telling Andrew to putz? Because this is your you're in the air, you're about a good maybe eight to a thousand feet in the air, but you're getting the full view of the city. We just kind of need to get down there. Could we land like? I'm gonna. How do I ping? Like right in this area somewhere. You just hold down your. Sorry, I didn't see. Oh, over there. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Like Can you land the on the bridge? That bridge is covered, so you'd have to break through the covering. Um, like right here by the. No, next to the prison. Um, yeah. you look at the prison, the prison seems pretty on fire, but it is, it is not destroyed. Um, it seems to have avoided catastrophe. Um, that would give us a path to the Royal Library, possibly, or... Can we, um, quick question, can we see old Artemis? From Like, here? from where we're at? You yeah. can, you can see, uh, you can see the, uh the tree that old Artemis is based out of. You can see that uh, there is a, there is a river of lava running to just next to it. Um, you can see it, but it's hard to tell what shape it's in. As far as you know, the giant tree that is part of the section of old Artemis um, is not on fire right now. Old Artemis. That's the green area. That's Southeast. South. Uh, map. Lower right. Yeah. yeah, lower right of the map. Oh, there. Okay, I see. You do see fairly hard parts of a, of what seems to be already cooled obsidian that has formed. I'm going to say make a group survival check for me. Hey, it's pretty good. 17. Hey, not 20. 19. Bad I, I did not get that 20. I... Yay, an ace. <laughs> That's not bad for the plan. Yeah. Uh, Larry got... 25. 25. What'd you get, Ori? 26. 26, 25. Okay. It's a general succession. You would get and along with Leon rolling for the Leon rolling and the crew rolling, which Leon rolled a twenty three and, and or yeah, Andrew, thank you. I'm I was looking, like, why is I, Leon rolling? I'm looking at yeah, I'm, I'm looking just... at Leon's character sheet right now. That's why it's I said okay. that. Um <laughs> Leon's on a ventilator, but he's driving the boat. Uh Ander and the crew. <laughs> the crew rolled kind of shit uh like a thirteen, but that's still that's still passable. And uh Ander rolled a twenty three. But uh of action for landing the ship and getting off the ship on the east side of the uh, east side of the city um, 
or landing in a spot that is fairly safe and cool uh, obsidian. Uh, you would also maybe trying to land near Elvath Sanctuary, but the reminder there is a dome, magical dome up that you cannot land on. Um, you get that sense pretty quickly. Can I reach out to Leon's assistant again and ask them whereabouts is the best place for them? Like, I know he's underground, but is he under the Royal Library or are they somewhere else? So you ask him that? Mm-hmm. Takes another 10 minutes or so for him to get back. You hear him, you hear kind of chaos in the background as he picks it up. Um, we're underneath the library. Um, thanks to my master. Um, you'll if, do anything you can to get here. Because there's things we need to discuss. And... Don't I don't know the the state of what's above ground. We've been here under here for over a week. Um, I'd say find find the place if you can find a place close to the library. That would be great. I'd get you here faster and hopefully avoid any conflict. But I I don't know. Uh, is there anything going on up there? Can you see anything? Can you? See any threats? It's just a lot of burning. Burning down the house. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, the uh, part of the Royal Plaza is still intact, thanks to Leon and the King. Um, maybe try to land in the street somewhere? Or if you have someone who can steer your ship out of here and find a safer place to land, maybe perhaps in a, one of the cities to the south. That would be okay. good. Um, I think Anders people can get us into that street and then get the ship out of range. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we can get dropped off and then Ander can take the, the ship somewhere safer. Does Ander have a rope ladder? You remember a way. You remember your how how you uh, got down to the ground in Keister. You remember min miniature magic boats that you boarded, basically like uh, tiny tiny little rowboats, but magic oh, yeah. that you could that you could take down to the ground. Those are at your disposal if you want them. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Okay, that's the way to go. I'm thinking this is where I'm thinking we need to land. Okay. Ander hears Ander hears all this and and like uh in and nods. Um Vatan, make a perception check. Since I assume you're probably the one keeping Fuck. out the most being the most vigilant. A natural one. Okay. Yeah, you look around, you see fire, lava, and smoke. Yep. Wow, crazy. Good job. Uh, what's this shit burning? It's making my my head spin. <laughs> All right. So, Ander looks at all of you, nods, and starts to head that way. Vatan, since you're generally the most perceptive one, that's why I had you roll. Mm -hmm. um, you're looking around, even with a natural one. 
because it is a nine, but it is a natural one. So you don't see exactly. Yep. You do see movement. Wing, wings. Coming from the north. I'm immediately calling that out. Um, not like yelling, but. Yeah. Um, you notice it over towards the Silver Trap Prison is where you notice just just the slightest of movements what looks like wings. Um, Iceberg dead ahead. Whoever wants to on the on the ship right now, I'm gonna need one person other than Vaten to make a perception check for me. I'm well, I, 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 I might be able to do four. it because my perception I don't think is awful. I have a plus four to perception. Uh, let me check mine. Uh, I'm plus four. I have a plus five. Okay, go for it. Alara should be at least five, if not. Yeah, Alara has. Higher. I don't know if Alara has proficiency or perception, but uh, she's a plus six. No, uh, then have Alara do it. All right, have Alara roll a perception check for me. Alara put the cheese. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Yeah. You look. Alara looks. Uh, which would be off the port side of the ship as you start to fly towards the Royal Library. You look north. She looks north, and she does see the wings. It looked to be a younger blue dragon, starting to fly, and take flight. She points it out to all of you. Um. With a nat twenty, she sees that this dragon is not alone. There is a another dragon, a little bit older, a little bit larger flying and looks like it's trying to claw and attack at the dome that is in a, that is covering Eldath Sanctuary. She then looks around more on the ground, bathing in the lava. She sees another blue dragon. Another blue dragon. There's probably from her glimpse all on the ground all seemingly taking joy in their victory anywhere from 40 to 60 different blue dragons all younger to adult range Vaten keeping your eye out with your nat one what you didn't notice coming from behind you all hear <laughs> you turn around and staring at you is an ancient blue dragon following your airship you catch it just out of the glimpse of your eye you all then see a something humanoid size shoot off the top of it and jump straight into the air You look up, Vaten, with your passive perception. You see this humanoid-looking person blazing up into the sky wearing what seems to be spiky blue armor. You then start to see a blue energy start to radiate from this person. And they come, boom, hit your center deck. 
bursting a hole in the center of the top deck and standing in front of you as you move closer to the Royal Library is a man, seemed to be elven-like, holding a halbert in his hand, full blue spiky, what looks to be dragon-scaled armor. Would you say he looked like a man? He looked like a man. You see pointy ears. And it's a, fucking a Stinian. He looks at all of you, smiles, <laughs> holds out his halberd and goes to swing at Ori. Everyone roll initiative. Okay. You're on the wrong map. Ah, uh, give me a sec. There you go. <laughs> So the person standing in front of you. Looking at me, that's so rude. You're the biggest threat. So to give you, doesn't know me. To give you a gleam of what this thing, what he, what he looks like. It's literally a Stinian. It's literally a Stinian. (laughs) Maybe. I love you. (laughs) Or he's he's like, I love you in Final Fantasy (laughs) fourteen. You're so cool. Okay, let me let me there was some music. He okay. looks as he swings out to hit Ori, that's a surprise round. Uh he does do yeah. let me do it. Okay. He does do forty one points of damage to the boat. As he smacks it. Okay. It's like as he smacks into uh, as he smacks into the top deck and leaves a hole. Um Anders, Ander looks at him enraged. You just see this this anger seep over uh, Ander. Um, let me. Th- I'm 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 trying to pull up many things here. Um, there's that. Um, yeah, we get it. You all also <laughs> see a the dragon he jumped off of stops and is flying. And you hear, does anybody here speak Draconic? Yes. I do. You two hear the dragon speak and say, Orion, do you need help with these? And you, he turns, or you see the, the, this guy as he's swinging to hit Ori, which I'm going to roll that real quick. So this is a fucking a lot. Uh, that's a 27 to hit Ori. Um, okay. He just smiles and says, that is... I've got this. And he's going to stab Ori with his halberd. Uh, as a surprise round. Ori, you take... Let me find his... Uh... Can you uh, place my token down? Yeah. Uh... Or you take uh, 25 points of piercing damage as he stabs you. Um, and Ori, you also... You look at this guy, you size him up. He's as tall as you are. But he stabs you. He pulls out his halberd and then twirls it. And then you see him jump up into the air. 
uh, not invoking an attack of opportunity from you, even 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 when he's within your range. You're gonna see him jump over and dive down and cleave down into Elka using his disarming attack. Uh, I assume a 13 doesn't hit you. It does not. He lands, looks at you, fuck, and then he's going to swing his halberd at you for his third attack. That's a 21 to hit. Oh, barely. Okay. Um, since you're only one right there. Um, okay, I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw, please. As he swings at your legs to try to trip you. We're missing people on the map. Uh, 21. 21, you succeed. You do take uh, 16 points of uh, slashing damage, though. He just smiles at you. Okay, now I need to roll an issue for Ander. Fucking yes, we need to put him on the map and Thaddeus is not on the map. Ander's on the map, I think. Right? No, he's not. Nope. Or Alara. Alrighty, so Thaddeus would be... Uh, where would Thaddeus be? Up near the piano? Yes. That's okay. kind of where I've been hanging out. Alright, we'll put you there. Um, Alara would obviously be with Ori. Right there. Um, Ander would be at the helm. Ander would use his free action to tell his crew to go under deck and, and start repairs. So that is the ship's action. Um, okay, now I need to roll initiative for this guy because that was all a surprise attack. Oh boy, what is this initiative? It's plus his dex bonus. Um, okay. Boom. Add turn. Twenty-three is his initiative. And if you keep at the initiative, or you can see his name. But, okay. So that is his, that is surprise round. It's just now it's top the top of the round. Uh, Ander rolled like shit for initiative. Um, still okay, but he rolled a 13. I know that feel. Okay. So he's going to look at all of you. I don't know who you are, nor do I care. You can leave or you can die. Those are your options. Uh, he's then going to use his. Which I do need to mark off one thing. Okay. He's then going to use uh, bonus action. He's going to use Dragon's Rage. You're going to see. Okay, you're going to see his. Um, you're going to see his halberd start to emit this light blue glow and you're gonna see his bl blade of his halberd start to, sh to like harden with like a bluish tint to to tint to it he's then going to peer stab at you once 
Um, that is a this stab is a is that a nineteen to hit? Nope. Dang. Um. So he goes to stab. You do feel the pressure from whatever magical ability he just used. Um, you can feel the pressure of it start to pierce your adamantine armor. But it doesn't do any damage to you. He's then going to be like, shit, you're a tough one. He's going to stab you again. Balls. <laughs> um, that is going to be a... It doesn't hit you. It's 14. <laughs> it's a really high plus to hit, but I'm rolling like shit. All right. Um, he's then going to... Huh, next person. And he's going to... Uh, actually, here he's his bonus action. He's going to stay where he's at. He's going to try to... He's now going to try to trip you again, Elka. He has three attacks during his action. Um, That probably hits you. That's a 23. Yeah, I guess. Or make strength saving throw for me. Thirteen. Thirteen. You take. Oh wait, sure. hang on. Do I get to add anything for ailing? Wait, doesn't I don't I get an extra dice for that? Yo, oh, yeah, I get an extra d eight. No, oh, well, an extra point. Uh. Elka, you take 28 points of slashing damage. And okay. you are, with a failed save, you are knocked prone for until the next, until the, you can use, uh, you're knocked prone, you can use half your movement to stand up because it's your turn next. Uh, he's then going to sit there and uh, he's going to be engaged with you. It's now your turn. I'll use half my movement to stand up. And I'm going to start stabbing. Stab away. Let's go. I have a dirty 20 and a 17. Dirty 20 hits, 17 misses. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to roll uh, my uh, bonus attack. 21. 21 hits. And I, for I always forget how many extra 2d6. All right. So you've got five red, uh, five piercing, uh, five ice damage. Okay. Um. Okay. You. You cut into him. You notice that your weapons are not doing nearly as much damage to him as you thought. And he's just kind of staring at you as you do this to him. 
So you sorry, so you said ten, then five, then five, so twenty total? Yes. Gotcha. Alright. He shrugs uh, it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, in draconic, I'm gonna say to him We can be friends, we don't have to do this. Are you trying to tell the truth or are you trying to lie to him? I am trying to tell the truth. Roll persuasion so check. Maybe, so that maybe they'll stop attacking, you know? Persuasion. How is a 23? He kind of la- <laughs> We're past that, darling. All right, action surge. Cool. Do it again. All right. I have a dirty 20 Hits. and a 17. And misses. Damn it. All right. I'm going to roll my extra attack now also. Okay. That's definitely not going to hit because it's less than the other one. So just um seven more damage. And that's okay. Piercing. Piercing. Okay. Cool. Again, he's uh, taking these hits pretty well, and he's just kind of like, huh, kind of tickles. Excuse me. Gesundheit. Is that your turn, then? Or do you uh, want to try to move? No. Okay. I'm not giving him a, an opportunity attack. All right, just making sure. Do I look stupid to you, Zachary? I, you're you're not stupid, but who knows what Elka would do? Elka is a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's your turn, Baten. You see him in full combat with Elka. Uh, am I next? Because I oh wait, I'm like way down the. Oh wait, never mind. Your old uh, initiative is on here still for some reason. All right, so in that case, it's uh, it is Ori's turn. Ori, there, I don't know how far away they are from you at this point. Uh, he's thirty-five feet from you. Okay, so can I move here and attack? Yep, and he's okay. technically flanking, so roll with advantage. Yeah. Oh, Alara's on my head, so she comes with me. Okay. Um, uh, that's a net 20. So first attack, I'm going to attack again as extra attack. Uh, 29 to hit. 29 hits. Okay, let me do damage for the first one. Okay. I'm hitting with my axe. Okay. Your axe does slashing and radiant, right? Yes. So just give me the just give me the normal uh the normal damage rolls for both. Not double. That's... God damn it. 
so first one's a 44. So 44 slashing? Uh, that's total then. Total, okay. Minus 5 uh, radiant. Minus 5, okay. Gotcha. So it's... We'll just... We'll just... Uh, We'll just take the 44 because that's the actual damage he takes. And he's going to use his reaction to uncanny dodge to, to, to even double it or even half it more. So it's down to 22. Okay. So first hit, you know, you, you got this, you got the, you feel like you got the, uh, the surprise on him to uh, cut into him, but he sees you just in time to duck out of your, out of the way of your blade and it like grazes him does damage you see blood rush out but where you know you could have hurt him more he dodged out of the way of it so is he resistant to uh he's uh you now glean that he is resistant to slashing piercing and radiant damage okay That makes it easy for me for the accent, so I don't have to. So, uh, second hit is 47 uh, divided by 2. That'd be 24. 24, okay. Then action surge. Yep. Say 19, and, or er, I rolled a 19, so that's a crit. And second one is a. 25 25 hits damage for the first one uh, 41 damage okay then second hit Twenty-two damage, and that's already halved. Okay, it's twenty-two damage. Um, nice. Then bonus action for my glaive. Okay. Uh, twenty-six to hit. Twenty-six hits. Is he uh, immune to, or is he resistant or immune to lightning? You find, you hit him and find out. Okay. I rolled a four for lightning. Okay. Total is gonna be forty. Wait, hold on. Uh, 23 damage that's all halved it's all halved yeah, yeah you you cut into him with your glaive and you immediately immediately see him shirk off the lightning damage as well he is okay. uh so you said that's four lightning damage yeah he's a he, you realize he took no damage from the lightning he is immune okay so then it's so 
19 damage. 19 damage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that'll be it. Okay. He... His confidence is waning a little bit, getting as most people's confidence is after getting cleaved into by Ori. Um, but he's still standing strong. Um, yeah. uh, that is Ori's turn. Uh, he's not going to use his one and only legendary action. Uh, you're going to see him Real look around, realize he's in kind of a shitty position. You're gonna see him take off into the sky and jump up, and then you're gonna see him come barreling right back down in between Ori, uh, Elka, and uh, Alara, and he's going to slam down into the ship, which does. Um, I'm gonna need Ori, Alara, and Elka, as well as anybody within a 20 foot radius of him. Saying, I think you're far enough away. Yeah, you are. And the captain's far enough away. And yeah, okay. So just Elka, Ori, and Alara to make a dexterity saving throw. As he slams into the ship, doing... Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, 19 for Alara. And dirty 20 for me. Okay, you all succeed, so you take the half damage, um, and you're not knocked prone. Um, oh, sorry, no, that's the wrong... Uh, you're not stunned. So 28... Um, three. You all take half of 43 lightning damage. Um, so that would be 21. You all take 21 lightning damage. 43 is exactly how many points I have left. So I'm glad that I didn't fail that. Um, the ship takes another, the top deck of the ship takes another 43 points of damage. Um, I'm starting to hurt a little bit, but he's then going to look around at all of you still alive, huh? Resilient. And that's going to be his legendary action. Um, but that's the end of you. No, that was all of it. Okay, it that's right. You good. moved. That's right. You moved all the way, uh, all the way across. That's right. Um, all right. That is uh, that is his turn, which you would slam kind of in the center if you if I could put him in the center of you guys. But he's basically going to be in the same place as he slams down. Um, Okay, that is th that Thaddeus. It's your turn. Todd, mm -hmm. it's your turn, buddy. Oh, sorry. Um. I heard you. I was just. Mhm. Mm long, long day. I understand. Uh, what can I attack and? The only, have to be ranged. The only assailant, the only assailant on the boat is this guy, who's done a number on Elka and hurt Ori a good amount. Um, can I? How many spaces are there? How many is? What's each one of these spaces? Is that? That's five feet each. 
you could technically get to right there and shoot down at him, which you would get sneak attack because he's engaged with uh, with Alka and Ori right now. Yeah, I'm going to go right here and use a sneak attack. Okay. So you roll with advantage as well because he's engaged with... He doesn't know where you are. He doesn't know... He honestly doesn't even realize you're on the boat. Um, he rolled really shit on his perception. Um, actually, no, wait. Roll a stealth check for me. Just regular stealth check because he rolled a perception. I know the number. Since you're the only sneaky one on the in the in the party. Twenty two, yeah. He doesn't know you're there. So yeah, you roll with it's a roll the advantage, eighteen. Just misses. Hmm. You you shoot at him and it reflects off his armor and immediately looks right at you. My phone just told me that, so I duck. Okay. So you duck down. So you are you using your bonus action to hide? Yeah. You, you can do that. Okay. Uh, so roll stealth check again. We're going to see if he sees you. He rolls with advantage because he saw where it came from. Okay. Um, let's... Uh, 18 plus... What is his perception? It'd only be his wisdom modifier, right? Oh, no. He, he, he's proficient in perception. Um, yeah. You shoot and duck down right as he looks at you. Does not see where you are. You have successfully hid from him. For now. But that is, uh, that's your turn. And it's now uh, the captain's turn. He's going to... Uses bonus action to rip both levers down to where he's where so so the wheel doesn't turn and he is going to step up to the railing and yell out this is my fucking ship you dickhead and uh he's going to grab a dagger and throw it at the guy because that's just, that's the only range attack he has um at least on him right now he does have a gun but it's not on him technically <laughs> a natural 20 with a dagger throw so get to double a d4 let's fucking go yeah. <laughs> every little bit helps one time one double of one is still two um uh so it's two plus is which is plus four so takes another six points of piercing damage it sticks into his armor he looks at it the fuck <laughs> Doesn't do as much damage as all of you have figured out. Uh, Anders gonna basically use his free action. Fuck you! And uh, that is his turn. Uh, it's Alara's turn. What does Alara want to do? Um. I wonder if I should heal or do something funny. Uh, Alara's going to cast Polymorph on him. Cool. Uh, that's, isn't that a touch spell? Uh, no, it's no it is not. Range? It's All right, what's the save range. on it? 
Uh, wisdom save DC or wisdom uh, seventeen DC. Seventeen. Okay. What is Alara going to turn him into? <gasps> oh, I got, I got, it's gotta be a rat. Okay, so rat has one hit point, just so you're aware. When this happens, Alara is gonna say, uh, please do not hit him anymore. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's, that's her turn. Have her make a performance check to see if anybody hears her in the, uh, basically in the uh, in the t- uh, act of combat as well as fire roaring up from the bottom and a lot of noise going on right now. Let's see if anybody. The performance against her. everybody's passive perception is what it's going to be. Oh, she has a plus two, so. Uh, natural 20, so that'd be a 22. Jesus Christ, Nate, you're rolling like a maniac tonight. Um, okay, I believe everybody hears that. Uh, so, yeah, everyone hears that. And you just watch this large man with a lot of f- fearsomeness uh, in his eyes. I was not expecting you to turn him into a rat. So give me a second as I grab a rat <laughs> token. <laughs> you just take my JPEG from my Discord. <laughs> <laughs> turn him into a nice little rat. And the spell lasts. Let me double check. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. So you've polymorphed him. You've polymorphed him out of combat. Essentially, Actually, the duration is one hour. Duration's oh, one hour. Sorry, yeah. Yep. And does the same thing about him making the save after he's polymorphed. No, he's just polymorphed for an hour. He's just polymorphed yep. for an hour. You guys are out of combat. Give me hell. I'm gonna jump on him and grab the rat. Wait. He's wait, he's wait, hold on. He's still of the mental capacity and natural instinct to run away. So as you try to as you try to run and grab him, you gotta. Uh, I'm going to try to grab him, too. I rolled dexterity checks against his roll. Nat 20. He nat 20 as well. <laughs> uh, against a rat stat, though. So what? what's your total? 24. What the fuck? Rats have really, really, really great dexterity. Have, also, you, have you not had a, like, seen a rat also, in person? Also 24. The, are, you, are we looking at the same rat? Oh, I'm looking at giant rat. I'm looking at giant wow. rat. Is indeed not a giant rat. No. Uh, okay, no. Rats have eleven have an eleven dexterity. Uh, so that's a just a twenty. Uh, you are able to grab him, um, grappling him, which doesn't do any damage. Being very careful not to do that. Um. Well. I'm just gonna toss him straight into one of my bags of holding. No. You're gonna toss. Oh, that's a terrible idea. You're gonna toss that's a, a live creature idea. into a bag of holding. He's an enemy. Wait, wait, wait. It, that's um, still let me put a terrible idea. Let me put the description of Playmorph in. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. I won't. There it is. Um, 
I mean, theoretically, you could try to throw him into the pit of lava. True. You feel a... Elka, as he's in your hands, you feel a slight energy. You see a slight blue energy start to vibrate off of him as he's as he's a rat but he's still a rat but you feel this energy coming off of him okay but he's a rat I, I mean like do i understand what that energy is because mm. like out of character i think i i think i might know what it is but in character i don't know if i would recognize it it would be a very 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 high dc arcana check so roll an arcana uh, check if you want to try to understand uh, what that is. I don't know if this three. Know. So that's a no. No, he's just vibrating this weird blue energy coming off of him. The he can only do actions that a rat can do. By the way, I don't know if that would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him. he can he can try to he can try to bite, and he has the uh, if I remember correctly, he he has all of the same. Uh, yeah. Can't speak, can't cast nope. spells, He's... take any other actions. Right. That require the, hands. That's the difference feet. between. Between yeah, wild shape. So his. Okay. He, he has the rat's mental stats too. Right, but he does have a ten wisdom. And true. That is his. Uh, that is the stat he needs for what he does. Um, so. You do feel the blue glow and energy coming off of him. I was checking that was, if that was an intelligence based or wisdom based. Is wisdom based. Well if it's a if it's a spell he can't do it. It's not a spell it's not a spell. Okay. It's I was just making sure. Yeah. It is a natural occurring it's a dragoon feat. Okay. Uh does anyone have tiny rat sized shackles to put on this guy? <laughs> no. But I make a uh, perception check for me, and uh, instead of putting it in chat, oh well, never mind. Roll and roll again, roll again, and uh, and put it in a and and DM it to me, please. Okay. All of you are focused on trying to secure this rat. I, I would like to turn and look at the dragon because. There was a dragon there. <laughs> yes, and that you all witnessed the dragon fly off. To... Oh, okay, okay, okay. I missed that part. Um, you look around with that roll. <laughs> it's the second one of the night, man. <laughs> you look around with that roll. Not seeing oh, One second, one second, one second. Yep. Oh, headphones dying. Oh, come on now. So all of you are trying to make trying to get this rat to just it's it's gonna try to bite you guys. I I missed anything you said after um second one of the night. I I stopped talking whenever you said hold on. I assumed your headphones were dying. Um, yep. Uh, who's holding the rat? Elka. I am. <laughs> uh, it rolled a. That's funny. Um, does wait? Is your your AC is twenty, right? Yes. So the only way it can hit you is if it rolls a twenty because it's it's stri it's uh plus zero to hit for its okay. bite attack. So I rolled a nineteen. So it tries to bite into your armor and it just its teeth can't his teeth can't get into your hand. Um, 
I'm just gonna look at it and be like, calm down, calm down, calm down. Like, oh. so who thinks is he? I guess is he perf Is he basically a rat at this point? He is a rat for an hour. He is. Okay. So but he is, he's he's emanating this blue glow though. That's the only thing you know right now. I'm just gonna scratch his head. You're scratching it. It'll okay. revert back to its normal. HP carry over, which is he'll just lose one. He has one HP. Okay, well, I'm gonna scratch his like, like a little like pet him, not like well, scratch to attack. No, I understand I what think, you're I think if you attack you. the rat though, any damage you do to the rat gets transferred to the real form. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, if yeah, you right. did like 24 hit points worth of damage on the rat, it'd take one die, and then he'd get 23 points when he reverts to his normal form. So, we. Can I say a strategy above board? Sure, I don't care. Explain. So, could we all ready in action to hit it at the same time? Because he is polymorphed, and because he is helpless, now if you try to put him down, he will try to run away. So, if you find a way to tie him down and make it so he cannot move and cannot escape. Tie him around this pole. If all of... We have a cage on the ship. Is there a cage? Make like a it... small animal cage. Make an investigation check. If someone wants to help you out, you can roll the van or so they can roll themselves. Uh, Ander starts to bring the ship farther along what? now that... What would my... I have a hunting trap in my inventory. What would that entail? That is a bear That'd trap. Be like a... That's a bear trap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not okay. Like that. that will do oh. that. That would do yeah. two. I think it's two D eight piercing damage when it hits something. So yeah. Well, I rolled Never a 14 to look for a trap. That'd be a great way to have a pissed, have a pissed off person that just got turned <laughs> into a rat to have a trap against his leg. Yeah. I, I think we should all just hit him at the same time. I, I could do bardic inspiration on every party member, except for like two. I don't even need to smack him. I can do it <laughs> in the distance. Point of order: He rolled a two on his save. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm those purple mushrooms. Will he try to eat them? If you roll high enough, uh, well, yeah, no, he's a rat. He he can't discern. He does have wisdom, but his intelligence is two. So I'm gonna try to feed him those. Wait, wait, you go. Wait, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hang no, on. no, no. If that does any damage, he just reverts back. You're trying to feed a toxic mushroom to a tiny creature. With your basic intelligence, you could understand that that might be a bad idea. Okay. All right. I Everybody think bombarding him with attacks was a good, really good idea. I've yeah. Got I've got my own plan. Everybody strike I, the rat, and I'm going to cast. I Hold mean, on. Before, before that happens... Because he's still got rat armor, according to the spell. Yeah, his... his I mean, I. it's easy enough to look up. His AC's 10. He has 1 HP right now. I don't need him to do anything. I'm, but the, after I the get... first hit, he would go back to having his normal AC and back to his HP. Minus whatever the damage is. But yes, you all are out of combat. So if you want to do any healing, you want to do any. Yeah, can someone heal me? I'm like really yep. hurt. Yeah, I can take, heal you. Take 14. Take 14. I'm going to stand back a bit to where I was before. For I'll this. also heal Elka. 
How much HP are you missing? A lot. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I have eighty three, and I was at twenty two. Oh. So. Um, uh, Alara's gonna. Uh, that spells concentration, so she can't cast anything. Here you go. Yeah. Twenty five. Okay. Batan, you're looking around. You see the dragons. The ones you've already clocked. The ones that are bathing in the lava and enjoying themselves. Is there a way we could feed it to the, to the dragon? I was just thinking the same thing! <laughs> yeah, except you'd have to try to convince the dragon not to eat you as well. That is true. But if, if, but if one of us speaks draconic and we do animal handling... Two of us do. Yeah. Worse, I mean, worse, we just throw him in the lava. I do think the throwing in the lava idea is pretty good. I think, it is a good idea. I think him exploding inside like of a dragon is a really funny idea. Yeah. <laughs> the, him getting eaten by a dragon is hilarious. He'll take it like Oh one my god, what if I like I've got I think I still have one of those vials of Wavern poison. No. What if I strap No. To Don't do any poison, it won't do enough no. damage. No, no, he's going to strap it to the rat and then feed it to the dragon. To the dragon. Yeah, but dragons are kind of intelligent. They might know. They're blue dragons. They're not intelligent. Yeah, just look at Aiko's pet. <laughs> That's a baby one. <laughs> dragons can speak. I imagine that they we, might be... Do we still have a stone to the red dragon? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Leon has it, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. You gave it to Leon. Oh, yeah, because... So Wait, does anyone have any portal spells? Not this no. level. Nah. I figured not, but... And I don't have any more potions of love. No. I mean, I, I do mean, have... I potions of mind control. Um, I do have dimension door. Can I have someone make a perception check for me? Not me, for the love of God. Uh, I have, yeah, do Alara or Vaten. I, I was going to oh, say, I don't want to, because I've been... That's not that's a 16, not a Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> saw 20, damn it. Shut up. <laughs> Only when it's green. <clears throat> Can multiple of us do the perception check? Um, I only want one person. Okay, Todd fair already enough. did it. Todd so. already did it. That, yeah. Look around. You see the dragons? They're, they don't pay any mind to you, the ones down below. Um, you have this rat. It seems like you went from intense combat to just blink of an eye. Nothing's happening other than the destruction around you. Uh, I, had a, I had a question. Sure. Uh, if I broke the rat's neck, according to chat, would that transfer over to breaking his neck? You could certainly try. Actually, roll an yeah. intelligence check, Ori. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roll an intelligence just... check. We're, we'll go. Wait, does Corrigan, does Ori have internet? Access? What? <laughs> what? Technically, it is, drunk are you? it is metagaming, technically. I'm not but... drunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually look. not if drunk. If it's metagaming, I won't even consider it. But... It is, te you're t reading the chat. And you, you, yeah. I just thought it was a good idea. I mean, I don't have to do it. I'm still team throw him in the lava. Okay, hold on. Quick question. Throwing him in the lava is a good idea. <laughs> you guys. Okay, quick. 
you guys feel a, a, a shake from the left side. You don't see anything. Continue. We gotta, we gotta figure something out soon. Okay, quick question. I think just, just attacking him all at once is like the perfect idea. Can I can I ask what in the world like the blue gashes are? Oh, down below. Uh, make it a yeah. make a nature check. Okay. Yeah. With my nature, my nature of one. Oh. Woo! Hey. <laughs> you're so smart. Yeah, I know nature. My nature is actually pretty good. Hmm. Sorry. I'm starting this. to think that lava looks pretty good. Right. Nineteen nature. You glean that this is probably from the attack of a blue dragon. A big one. Really big. But it's not like a substance or anything? No, it looks like charred blue marks of lightning. Okay. Um, You will f feel a shake from the left side. Again? or No, this is the same one. Just be, be fun to ask. As Beep's looking over, trying to understand what these are. All right, we need to kill this guy. Yeah, I think. All right. Uh, okay, okay. Let's just all do the gang up on him strategy. Right. Uh, as okay, you go to, oh, oh, we need to we need to tie him up first. As you go to do that, none of you noticed, even with the twenty from Thaddeus. You feel. Who's on the left side of the ship? Anybody? Uh, currently, just Thaddeus. Thaddeus, yeah. uh, it's mid deck. Oh shit! Am I dead again? No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much center, so right. You feel on the left side of the port side of the ship. <laughs> Iceberg. And you see a shimmer of light start to <laughs> unenvelop. You see a what looks to be an ancient blue dragon, same one that you saw or earlier, become uninvisible. Oh boy! And put uh -oh. both oh, the... claws onto, and it's slightly bigger than that. Um, put both claws onto the side of the ship, and just smile at all of you. I'll take my Throw friend them. back, please. He'll say in broken common. How high are we? You're about a couple hundred feet in the air. You're going to see... Take him back? He's looking right at the rat Ori and Elka have in their hands. They're trying to tie up right now. You all look and you see a his chest start to light up blue. And you start to smell like almost... You guys have never smelt it before because you've never fought a blue dragon. But for all all of you sitting at the quote-unquote table, you smell what smells like an electrical fire. Oh, boy. S start to burrow up. I'm going to need... You know what would be fucking hilarious? Throw him over the side now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's he going to do? Save his fr he has to save his master, right? All He's going to aim right at... You're going to feel, okay, you're going to feel the pulse of blue energy start to get stronger and stronger and stronger and the, off the rat. I'm going to need Vaten 
Ori, Alara, Elka, and Beep, along with um, your uh, your gnome. I can't. Clovis. <laughs> to all make a dexterity saving throw, please. Um, shortly yeah. after that, I'm going to try to polymorph him. Fly out of this thing's mouth right at all of you. Nat 20, 24. Oh my god, what is happening with roll 20? It's like glitching out. Oh boy, this is too many dice for me to roll. <laughs> Clovis rolled a nat 20. <laughs> 25. Oddly enough, everyone except for Alara save. Uh, that means I failed too. Avad 10 fails as well. Is this? Uh, I'll absorb elements. Okay. I will also do the same. <clears throat> Can I throw the rat towards the dragon's mouth? I mean, technically, the rat has to say. This is a surprise round, so technically, you don't have a reaction, so you cannot do it. Um, doesn't the, yeah? Doesn't the rat have to save too? Rat, yep. The rat auto fails. He wants oh. this. Oh yeah, because it's right. grappled. <laughs> yeah, it auto fails. It's grappled. Um, Sixteen, nineteen, twenty-seven plus. Oop, there goes the D10. Fargan, I think you're right. 57. I'm trying to think of what mod that, or what expansion that was. 58. I'm thinking Lich King. That's two yeah. ones. You guys are lucky as fuck. You guys are lucky as fuck. We know. Ha! <laughs> nice. Sixty-nine points of lightning damage. Oh. Um, for those of you that saved, for those of you that saved, you take half. So, uh, that's thirty-four points of lightning damage to all who saved. So, um, Vaten fail. You take 69 points yep. of lightning damage. Uh, Beep, success. Ori, success. Elka, success. Alara, fail. Uh, she's going to absorb elements to take half. Okay, so she takes 34 points of lightning damage. Um, Alara and Vaten. Alara gets blown off of Ori's head. Uh, she takes... She smacks into the side of the guardrail. Does the cheese block protector? She takes five more points of bludgeoning damage as she smacks into uh, Vatan. You also take five more points of bludgeoning damage as it smacks you down to the ground and you just poof, hit off the hit off the ground hard. Um, the so rat. If I can't do a reaction, then I'm out. Yeah, you. I guess you're unconscious then. Uh, the rat yep. turns into the guy again. And you see him stand, look and smile, start to catch himself. You see his eyes turn white. Ori and Elka, just getting hit by this, you feel smoke coming off of both of your fur, but you see a little 
what looked to be part of his armor, but it is a little gem on his armor break. And he immediately looks at all of you, smiles. Thanks, old friend. And he's going to use his, uh, um, his, le his leap ability to jump out of the area you guys are in, not invoking a, an attack of opportunity. And you're, as he jumps up, you're going to see him spread out his arms, bleeding profusely and charred. And you're going to see wings, blue dragon wings, shoot out of his back. And you're going to see him glide over to his dragon friend, Landa. So, before he gets out of range, mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Heat Metal on his armor. Uh, he uh. It doesn't invoke... Wait, is that a touch spell? No. <laughs> so as he's flying by, you're going to try to hit him? Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. How can he not have an attack of opportunity? Because of his, his leap ability gives him the ability to jump out of a situation without invoking an attack of opportunity. So creatures, I have Sentinel, and so they they provoke opportunity attacks even if they take, well, it does disengage. So te technically this is a form of, it, it is, is the leap ability. It does not provoke a reaction. So technically, even if it did, you'd be able to use your sentinel. So you can't even hit him. He just jumps up out of the way, fast into the speed of light, and just uh, and lands on the dragon's head. Yells out to sneak attack once he's landed on the head. You can try to hit him. Um, heat metal. What's the? It's a save, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It is in the chat for you. Um, sorry, is a con save. Or drop it, and if you don't drop it... It's a 17. It's what, 8-year-old? Yeah. So yeah, you made it. He still takes half damage, right? Uh, from what I'm aware of. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 uh, fire damage. Um, until the spell ends, you could use a bonus action subsequent turns to cause damage. Uh, the creature must succeed in a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. Um, oh. Sorry, choose ma manufactured metal object. Oh. It, this is not metal armor. The... I'll cast it on his spear then. Okay. Or halberd. Halberd, so you're aiming for his halberd. Uh, so he made the save. I'm just trying to see. So uh, must succeed on so he, or he drop it. Okay. To it. Yeah. So he, he ta takes the damage but holds on to it. Roll 2d8 damage. 2d8 fire damage. This, this could be big. He's flying through the air. This is as he's flying through the air with his hand. Seven? Seven points of damage. He looks at it and he grits his teeth and holds on to it as he as he makes his way over to the top of the dragon's head. Okay. So he looks over you. I'm sure we'll be seeing each other again. And uh, he will... Uh, Look down at his, uh, as at the dragon. Quebexis, let's get out of here. And you're going to see the, dra the ancient dragon start to flap its wings and start to create a wind that is hitting all of you in the face. Um, I believe that is an actual ability. I have to check. Because it is an ancient. Oh, hold on. So it isn't, but 
Uh, no, is a legendary action, but he doesn't have one right now. Um, I'm actually going to need, uh, yeah. As he goes to take off, I'm going to need all, every single person on this ship, except for Vaten, because he's technically, <laughs> uh, knocked the yeah. fuck out, um, to make oh, a, yeah. uh, to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that could be bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, Beep's gonna fall to his death. See you later, guys. Oh my god, the all all these great you guys rolled great for the fucking breath attack, but this is not this is not going well for you. Oh, I need to roll for him. Listen, anyway. we're not smart or wise. Uh Andrew makes yeah, a save. We don't have any wizards here. Ori just makes a save. Uh this yeah. is for my dog. He fails. God, Alara is a plus nine. Jesus. It's to, to wisdom save Jesus. Druids, man. Yeah. Yup. And what does uh, what does she get? I'm rolling now. Oh, it's a twenty as well. Okay, she, you, you and her both make it. Just make it. Everyone else, you feel a seeping, uh, gut feeling of dread and fear as the dragon beats its wings and stares at you with crackling lightning still coming out of its mouth. You are afraid of this creature for the next twenty four hours. So you cannot, oh, you can't even look at it. If you look at it, if you try to attack it, you uh, you can try to attack it, but your attacks will be at disadvantage, including any anything in his direction. So Thaddeus, do you still want to shoot at the guy that's sitting on his? You still want to try to lob a shot, even though you're freaking out over the dragon? Well, was I freaking out before? I shot before the, he did this shit. So okay, fair enough. Go ahead and roll then. I don't know if I'll hit anything. All right. He does get, uh, because he's on the dragon. Uh, um, is Thaddeus still hidden? Technically, yes. So you can roll the fan. Actually, he's not engaged with anything. So the 24. So he does get half cover because he's on the back of a dragon's head. Um, his AC is 19 plus 5, right? A 5? Uh, 24 just hits him. Roll for damage. You get sneak attack as well. Eight and sneak attack. Full roll on Ooh, that. Max Ooh. damage. Max damage. Well, one yeah, of the dice was a max it. damage, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's 4d6. He rolled a six on one of them. Um, you shoot as they go to take off, and you become f afraid of this dragon, but you see your bolt make purchase with his clavicle, and he falls down on the top of the dragon's head unconscious as the dragon <laughs> takes off into the air. Uh, he can't hold on. He's on the he's on the head of the dragon. He can't hold on. We're gonna see if the dragon catches him as he falls off. He needs to make oh, a dexterity God. check. He's gonna fall into the God, fire. Drops him. That'd be so funny. <laughs> that would be so funny, that but that doesn't uh, that doesn't happen unfortunately though. Oh, oh. Yeah. He, he rolled. He rolled a nineteen. I'm sorry. All right. We're not sorry. <laughs> Don't lie to us. I well, he's unconscious. He's yeah, a, he's so he falls off. He falls off as he falls to falls down, and you see his dragon. Be like, literally, if, if a dragon, if, if, if the dragon doesn't say anything, but you look, you see the face of fuck, <laughs> and he grabs him up with his talons and flies off. 
wait. Now, when the dragon does that, do I get another attack of opportunity? You don't get an attack of opportunity. You don't get an attack of opportunity because he's not engaged with anybody. And we're also fucking scared of him. You're also afraid of him now. So, uh, you can, as he's flying off, he's now taking off at, what's his fly speed? Uh, 80 feet. Um, <laughs> can I have thrown like a javelin or something as he's midair? I don't know. Did... You can uh, you can now, I'm going to say you see him flying away. If you want to try to lob shots or try to throw something at him from this far away, you can roll an attack with disadvantage, try to hit the dragon. Oh, I forgot. I put that, I, I put that <laughs> bolt in uh, that special potion. Oh, hold on. If he's doing that, I'm going to give Ori um, a bardic inspiration. I still have javelins, actually. Okay, yeah, what's, the, what's yeah. the distance on the javelin? Like max distance, because I know you're uh, I know you're going to be rolling with disadvantage regardless, but what's the max distance for a javelin? I'm pretty sure it's over, but let me double check. You're at like 110 feet right now, away from him. 111. Uh, 120. The There's normal max range for a javelin. Javelin, but javelin is 150. <laughs> According to the ones you have, that's right, because they're technically. Oh. Yeah, make an attack with disadvantage to see if you can try to hit the dragon from here. I'm going to give him a Bardic Inspiration. Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, but, so add a I'm D. Trying the, I'm trying to hit the guy. Oh, and in the hand. Oh, that's going to be a really high AC. I, you're trying to hit a specific part of a dragon flying away. Um, What's the guy? I'm not trying to hit the dragon. Um, okay, you're trying to hit the guy. He's in his in his hand. Flying away, you're rolling with disadvantage. Um, the the AC because he is fully covered by this dragon's uh, hand, and you're trying to aim for the hand at this far away. I'm gonna set an AC, which this would bring him down to two failed death saves in this dragon's hand. The AC that you're trying to hit is a twenty-seven. I rolled a hundred and ten. Well, I'm giving him a D8. So, and so you're throwing you're throwing a javelin, adding your dexterity bonus to it. Can I use my strength, or are javelins all dex? Are I'm pretty sure javelins are ranged weapons, so I believe we're pretty sure there's dex, right? Javelins are strength. All right, well then add your strength modifier. And I throw another one as extra attack. Um. Sure. You. Okay, okay. Sure, you can throw two of them. Um, but he will be getting farther away and he'll be just within range of your javelin throw by that okay, time. So I'm gonna roll for the first one. Add the D eight. Plus the D eight. So you're if you roll a nat twenty on, on disadvantage plus your six, which is your strength, plus there's it's possible. That's why I'm letting you do it. So I rolled an eighteen and nineteen, so that's plus, plus so that'd be a twenty four. Now what roll. Was the AC? Roll. Uh, it's a twenty-seven. The AC is twenty-seven. Seven, roll. So you gotta roll a D eight. Yeah, okay, you. I roll a D eight now. It's another plus eight. <laughs> you, <laughs> actually, I just his fly speed is eighty. So by the time you could get another throw out, I rules is written. Yeah, yeah. I'll take, the, I'll take the one. You, you just out of full pissed off anger getting getting smacked by this dragon's breath and by this guy just kind of coming in and ruining your party it's like air it's like Ares throwing that fucking big stone spike you just, at Kratos you you all afraid to look at the dragon you just watch Ori just haul back in 
Olympic level athleticism just phew, throw that javelin. You see it twisting through the air. It's like the black arrow in the Hobbit. <laughs> and uh, as, as it spins in the air, it catches an updraft from the lava uh, underneath, and it just arcs perfectly into the cracks of this blue dragon's fingers. And shoo, you see it stick just far enough away, but you just see it stick into the gut of this person. And he is now on two failed death saves. I'm just going to look at Ori and be like, I'm really glad you're on our side. <laughs> hey, uh, he, would, he wouldn't have done it without Beep. I was about to ask you for that. Uh, yeah, what'd you do, actually? I want I to know what you did as, for, in, was it inspiration? Yeah, how, do you, how did you inspire Ori out of curiosity? <laughs> was it the kazoo? Please tell me it was the kazoo. Yes, it's the kazoo. Oh, hell yeah. No, it was the rod. Oh, no, no, no right. he's just going to do... Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah they fly out out of out of distance uh but the ship is still it can still be flown um has taken massive damage just from a lightning breath as well as two massive damp blows to the for top deck Vaten is still currently uh, uh, before we end tonight. Vaten is still currently unconscious on on, on like face first on, on the top. I'm, I'm gonna There's go gonna run over and heal. Yeah, I'm gonna heal to, as well. He's already rolling death saves for me in the in the background. So. Yeah, I'm 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 healing him right now, level four. Okay, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that tubular um thing that I stick in his mouth that gives the healing. Stop, a... Todd. <laughs> what was that again? Todd in the nuts. I mean Thaddeus in the nuts. Want to. No, I'm talking about what are you guys are so bad. I'm talking about what? the healing potion that <laughs> I'm gonna stick this tubular thing in his mouth. I'm a par I'm a paramedic. <laughs> That's I'm what gonna, I do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ejaculate a potion into his mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna you're gonna use Ray Pierre, just stick it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's seven points of healing to Vaten. Okay, so seven more points. So Vaten wakes up. All right. Charred. <laughs> All of you are charred, except for Zane and Thaddeus and uh, Ander up top. Um, do I get? Do I get charred? You're. As a... You're still smoking a little. You still have fur. It, like it's not like you're resistant to the lightning damage or anything. I know. I'm resistant to fire. But yeah, no, you you smell a little smoke coming off of your fur. Anybody who's fur who has fur <laughs> smells a little stop, bit of stop dropping or, roll. Or my fur is just kind of singed off. Yeah, it's poofed out. More scales. Oh my god! I just had wine from Portugal go up my nose. Okay, <laughs> so Vatan, you wake up. Anders hmm. just kind of wide-eyed, looking at the smoke starting to billow from his ship. Um, from the lightning breath of this ancient blue dragon. Um, I rolled like shit on those damage die, by the way. Um, it could have been so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. You have to throw overpowered enemies at us to compensate for your awful rolls. Real, yeah, literally, sometimes real. it feels like that, yeah. <laughs> That's gotta be worth at least three levels. There's also this, uh, there's also this bowl 
in your party that uh that likes to hit things really really hard so i have to yeah i have to balance that like like party balance like fight balancing with ori is a fucking nightmare <laughs> but it, i brought it upon myself i know i did all right i think elka needs to switch to a big two-handed weapon that'd be or just just Ori. Devlin's <laughs> bunny with a claymore just like the fact that or Ori's just good at everything, man. He's just everything, everything physical. They just fucking yeeting a javelin 120 feet that away. That's fucking sick. I love that actually. <laughs> That's so hey, cool. Uh, what about With my the shot? playing in the background? You did good too, Todd. Anyways, yeah, yeah that. That's what put him in a position. Right? Seriously, like that, that was a great shot. Yeah. Um, but. Ander, combination of the arrow and the javelin. Ander just kind of assesses the situation, realizes the ship can be salvaged. It's not like damage beyond repair, but this, well, the mast is on fire. You can see that a little bit, starting to smoke up a little bit. The, the sail is slightly on fire, starting to have some few like holes burn into it. Um, all of you immediately gather. These ships probably, the ships that you saw that were damaged the damage that you're seeing on the ship is very similar. Um, but you do make your way over to the section of area you want to land in, which is you look around and sh there are no, if we're looking here, I put you guys in the right map. I did. Uh, if you're looking here, you look around, there are no dragons that are in that area right at the second. So that's where I wanted to land to start with. Well, that's where Ander was aiming for, but then you got a, you got assaulted by a, a man riding a dragon, um, and fucking Mirak. He brings it, uh, brings the ship in. Um, Ander kind of like starts to grab the smaller boats that you guys have ridden on once before, and start to bring them out of their uh, their storage apparatus. Um, he throws my, all right, well, let's, uh, Alex, brother, I'd head south, get the ship out of here, um, make sure you get repairs done, all the gold you need, uh, for that should be in my chambers, um, get it fixed, I will, and he'll hand, he'll put a, a, a stone in his hand, which all of you would recognize that as a sending stone, I'll call for you whenever we know what's going on. And as all of you go to climb into the rowboats to go down towards this greenish dome that is covering the Royal Library in these tiny little makeshift magic boats. That's where we're in tonight's session. There's a nuclear Yeehaw. explosion. <laughs> all of you die. Um, <laughs> so, another point in order. An ancient dragon's lightning breath attack is 16d10. So we instantly die. Uh, some of you may have. If I rolled straight yeah. 10s across the board. Uh, luckily for you, I rolled I count six ones in that damage roll. Whew. So. But all of you are alive and some of you charred. <laughs> A little bit worse for wear, but you are you do make your way down. Thanks for playing. My yeah. fingers survive. You're, oh, you're fa uh, <laughs> they are made out of wood. Uh, they are in the magical glove, though. They're in a magical glove, and you also didn't get hit by the lightning breath, so you are fine. 
Um, I'll be right back. All right, everyone, that should do it for me. Um, you know, uh, I, a lot of a lot of things that they need to work out. I'm excited to see what happens next week. Um, next week is I just I need to check my dates because there, I know there's it's uh, wait it's May that's right. Uh, sometime in May I'm going to be uh, going on vacation um, to go to a wedding. Um, so we won't have streams then but as we get closer to the dates i will let you guys know but anyways thank you for watching hope you enjoyed and i will uh catch you guys next week